What's up, everybody? Welcome to Progressive Talk Live with Dusty Smith, Prog Talk. Tonight is a very special Wednesday episode of Religious Bullshit. We do this every fucking Wednesday. So all you motherfuckers that were always like, Dusty, do more religious bullshit. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's like two hours every fucking week. How much more religious bullshit can you guys want? Hope you guys are well. I miss Monday's show because uh, I'm old as fuck and I tripped over a cat and I fell and broke my hip. Not really. I just hurt my butt a little bit of my pride, but I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I need to get my shit together and actually start doing three shows a week. Eventually, I'm going to do that. But not this week, apparently, folks, because I just can't get it all together. Get Real says, we love you, Dusty. We love you. Get Real. And by we, I mean me. What's up, Mel Drucker? What's up, Tom Crowell? 24 likes and the show just started. I know we're killing it. Religious BS. Yay. Love you, Dusty. Love you, Amadeus Black. I got to be black. Speaking of black, Jules Black says, playing Secret of Mana on SEDS. Old school. Old school. Dusty the man himself. Kick ass. Got a pretty good show for you guys. Not going to do a review of the best, worst Christian movie I've seen in a while called Assassin 33 AD. Yeah. What if? Muslims were like, we got to go back in time and kill Jesus. And uh, then they got a bunch of nerds to help them build a time machine. And then the nerds were like, no, no, you can't go back and try to kill Jesus. You'll fuck everything up. Let's make a movie about that. That sounds genius. So we're going to go through that movie. It's been the first uh, Christian movie I've lampooned in quite a while. People have requested it. So we're going to try to do it live. It might not be as good live as it would if I edited it, but at least it'll be better than if I didn't do it at all. So, uh, thanks for having us, Dusty. Show that religious BS. I will, Spanky Weasel. Thank you. Uh, X Nilo, Cult of Dusty. Will you ever go back to making formal videos? I don't know. Maybe. Anything's possible. I have no idea. I don't really like editing all that much. And I kind of like doing this. Like, and here's the thing. Like, YouTube has removed... Me from the algorithm for the most part. I mean, some of you guys see the notifications, but the vast majority of people that are subscribed to me never see notifications of my videos. Like, I get messages every day. Like, I haven't seen a notification for your videos in years. What happened? Well, they removed me from the algorithm. I don't know why. But anyway, so if I spend tons and tons and tons and tons of time working on these edited videos, no one's going to watch them. It's just a fucking, like, it's frustrating, but what you're going to do is, so I don't know if I'm ever going to go back to making short edited videos or not i kind of like doing this i like hanging out with you guys and chatting and so i would rather just do what makes me happy than do what's gonna make me real popular and money and everything i think that's the best way to approach life do what you love instead of what you have to you know money is not really the end all and be all to everything so what are your thoughts on cops in minneapolis minnesota i want to know if the black guy they nailed on his neck did he shoplift something five months ago because that's what's really important here folks got to demonize the black people to make their murder seem more palatable to the white folks. So that's all I want to know. Obviously, uh, I think everybody involved in that should be fired. The person that put the press release out should be fired. The chief of police should be fired. Obviously, the people that did it. Anybody that was around that area that's a cop should be put in jail. Put them fucking under the jail. I keep getting guys for pure flex. We'll take their money. It's all good. Uh, Religious bullshit Wednesday. Yep. Did they go back in time and shit? This dude never existed. Nope. You know it's a Christian movie, so you know he existed and he was the son of God and he was magical and shit, but for some reason he can't stop Muslim bullets. Psh, don't think about it, folks. Don't think about it. It doesn't even matter. But uh, I like the strings more, so I look forward to each other. Yeah, we get to hang out and talk with people. It's better 
Long-form content is the new shit. And as always, folks, I have ten cats around me at all times, so if you hear banging, clanging, crashing, it's my fucking cats, because they're assholes. But I love these little motherfuckers. I love them. Kitty therapy every day. That keeps me sane here. So if you want to help out the show, folks, please consider doing so. Uh... Patreon.com for slash podcast. Like, you know, most of you can afford like a dollar or two a month. Whatever you can afford to help us out, it goes a long way. It all adds up. And uh, we're trying to save up to expand things here to rescue even more animals they're about to put down. So if you can help out, if you love the show, if you want to support it, you should. Patreon.com for slash podcast. And also, Super Chats, lifeblood of the show. Super Chats. No questions dodged. Every question answered. Uh, you know how the Super Chats work, right? Little dollar sign down here. Click it, click it. And uh, then donate whatever you want to. And the more you donate, the more serious I take your questions. You can buy my love in the super chats. And Breaking Bat, oh, not for what's up, Breaking Bat? Says, just because you don't even need a reason, except for the animals are a very good reason. Thank you, Breaking Bat. Appreciate that. More super chats, please. All right, let's start off on the show already. Uh, we don't have a whole bunch of topics to cover, but some of them are going to take a little while, so I have no idea how long the show is going to take. We're going to start with this brilliant gem of a movie. Been a long time since I've watched a Christian film, and uh, this one was a great one to start out with. Uh, this is a pirate site, but don't pirate. I'm only using this as an illustration. I would never pilot. I, I obviously bought this movie. I paid, like, I don't know how much are movies even these days. It's been so long since I bought one. But let's just say I paid, I don't know, $200 to watch this movie. Is that what it costs? I don't know. Anyway movie is called Assassin 33 AD. What if the greatest event in human history was erased? Oh my god, they're going to go back in time and stop me from getting laid for the first time? No way, dudes! Oh, you're talking about Jesus? Well, that didn't actually happen in human history, so uh, no solid evidence that Jesus ever existed, much less had supernatural powers, but okay. Let's go with it. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to play this movie for you guys, and we're going to... I didn't load the goddamn movie. I knew I was going to fucking forget something. Goddamn, Dusty, you have one fucking job, and you didn't even goddamn do your job, and now i got to go over here, and i got to open my program that is definitely, absolutely, this is not a pirate program, folks. I didn't pirate anything. Uh, so close your eyes and pretend like you're not seeing the things that you're seeing right now. You're not seeing me open this. And uh, boom. All right, let's see. Where is the movie? Here we go. Assassin. Shut the fuck up, program. I'll murder you. All right. Assassin 33 AD. Here we go. Boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. All right. Move it over. Yeah. All going well. Amazing live show so far, Dusty. And I'm going to move the chat over to the other window so I can kind of peek over at what you guys are saying while I'm playing this movie. Boom. Did that shit. Rock on. All right. Assassin 33 AD. Let's do this shit. Let me mute. Can you move that bottle there for me, babe, please? can't see all right boom mute you motherfucker all right here we go so amazing christian movie assassin 33 AD. so we start out with this guy who i call family guy yeah he's a nice little family uh heidi montag is in this movie oh my god one of the worst actresses i've ever seen i guess she was a reality show star quote unquote at some point um but good guy why don't you guys pick her to be in this movie she cannot act whatsoever luckily she's not in it very much so anyway, Family Guy, a good Christian man driving on the road with his family, his wife, Heidi Montag, and uh, his two kids, and they're talking about God and shit. God good, isn't he? God's amazing. And she's like, I have a feeling that God is about to do something very spectacular in your life. I just know that you're going to be some real good God warrior, and he's going to use you, and the next thing you know, boom! 
boom! A fucking semi-truck hits them, kills everybody! Here we go, kill! Bip! You's dead, you all dead, except for the dude. His whole family dies right in front of him, because that's exactly what happens when God chooses you. He murders your entire family. Last thing you fucking ever want is for God to choose you for anything, because God's a fucking dickhead. So, and he wakes up, he's like, oh my God, my whole fucking family's dead, what not? This sucks! God damn it, God! Curse you, God! And he crawls a little bit, and his day is not going very well. Not what you want. The next up, we have a bunch of fucking nerds, and they're like in college and whatnot. And this dude's a super genius. He's like, I'm fucking acing this test, baby. And uh, then he meets this girl, and he's like, I fucking ace that test. And she's like, You're sexy as shit. Let's date. So they fucking date and whatnot. And she is also a horrible actress. Good God. Like, there's gotta be some better actresses and actors out there than these motherfuckers you're picking. I don't care how cheap your budget is there's definitely better people out there you could be casting in these movies so anyway they're like let's date so they go date and whatnot and goes back to his house and he's all smart and shit he lives in his parents basement and he has lasers going everywhere just like a fucking nerd would do and so they have a romantic dinner and whatnot and so the next thing you know uh, it's in the future a little bit and they're still together well no we're back to this dude right this is family guy Go back to Family Guy. Yeah, Family Guy's all fucking depressed and shit because uh, his whole family just got murdered by God, basically. Um, so he's like, fuck you, God. I tried to worship you. Why did you kill my family? I hate you, God. So uh, that's pretty much a normal reaction. That's what I would do as well. So next thing you know, he's about to kill himself. He's like, I'm going to put this in my mouth and swallow a bullet. But he doesn't because he's a coward. Coward, do it. Do it, coward. But he doesn't do it. Don't really kill yourself. I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway. So, next thing you know, the nerds are in the f future, and they, like, work for this really uh, high-powered multinational corporation, the Shadow Corporation. And uh, they're working in teams to try to create a matter transferal device. You know, sure, why not? And so they're like, yay, we're going to fucking matter transfer. So let's matter transfer this chair. And so then... Uh, they start to matter transfer the fucking chair and whatnot, and then the chair blows up! Here we go. Blow up chair already. Boom! Do it! Do it! Get down! The chair's gonna blow up! Boom! And the chair blew up! But, uh, they... They're like, oh my god, the chair blew up. Our fucking boss is gonna be so mad at us. And so the boss comes in, and uh, he's like this really intimidating Muslim boss dude! Evil Muslim boss dude! And he's like, dude, you totally did it! You should watch the video. It shows that you've matter transferred for like half a second. Yay! You guys are geniuses. And they're like, hooray! The fucking nerds are geniuses. And they did it. They made matter transfer. And so the next thing you know, they're like, we take you guys to the good laboratory. Now you have access to all the best tools. You can refine the process of matter transfer and shit. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. This is bad as fuck. And I'm only uh, doing that stereotypical black voice because that's literally... What they wrote the black guy in this movie to be, they gave him just the most stereotypical, racist, bullshit accent and voice. Just like you would expect a Christian movie to do. So, anyway, evil Muslim boss is all happy and shit. Like, matter transfer, yay, do it. And so, uh, then anyway, next thing you know, fucking dead family guy is uh, the new head of security for evil Muslim boss. And he's like, yeah, I seen some shit, dude. And the evil Muslim boss is like, yeah, I seen some shit too, man. Like when I was a kid, let me show you, skip ahead here. Boom, they fucking murdered my parents right in front of me. These goddamn Muslim terrorists acting all terroristy, just like Muslims would fucking do. 
fuck you, Muslim terrorists. And so they murder his kids and uh, not his kids, his parents right in front of him. And uh, he picks up the knife and he smashes the dude in the face with it. And then I guess they don't put him to death instantly, which they definitely would have fucking done. But he grows up and uh, he's evil Muslim boss for some reason. You think he would have learned his lesson not to be an extremist because they murdered his parents right in front of him? Nah, it scarred him for life and he's evil as shit. So anyway, and here's this evil henchman over here, his evil Muslim henchman. So uh, Muslims bad, folks. That's what I'm getting at here. So anyway, uh, they meet and greet and talk and they're like, yeah, I'm going to help be your head of security. And the Muslim boss man's like, cool. And so anyway, the other dudes, the nerds are trying to figure out how to do matter transfer. And they're like hugging and kissing up on each other and whatnot. And they watching them on the cameras. They everywhere getting busy on the cameras while all the evil Muslims are watching them. And like fucking white people kissing on the goddamn clock. Hate white people. And then uh, next thing you know, the nerds tap into the security feed because they're so smart they can just do anything. It's just like you just plug a cord in and then like you have access to all their video chats and whatnot. And they figure out that the Muslim boss is fucking evil. He's a terrorist. He working with the fucking terrorists. They hate Christians and shit. He's like, oh, hell no. I can't believe I'm working for this evil Muslim bastard. And so, uh, but he still does it. He still goes and he still works for the guy and still uh, tries to do matter transfer. So anyway, while he's working on matter transfer, he realizes he invented time travel. Yeah, he time traveled a pencil eraser somehow and he knew that what he was doing. Don't think about it, folks. None of this makes any fucking sense, but it doesn't matter, right? And so anyway, the evil Muslims are watching him, and they're like, we saw you do time travel, dude. You did fucking time travel. And so they come, they capture him, and they're like, fuck yeah, dude, you better tell us how you did time travel. And he's like, uh, why do you want to know how we did time travel? And then the evil Muslim boss is like, we're going to go back in time and murder Jesus. And he's like, what? Why you got to go back in time and murder Jesus? And he's like, so he can end the filth of Christians forever from the earth. And I'm like, uh, wait a minute. Isn't Islam just an extension of Christianity? Wasn't Islam birthed from Christianity like 600 years later? If you destroy Jesus in Christianity, supposedly, wouldn't that mean Islam no longer exists also? So how does that help you, Muslim? Don't think about it, folks. That's the, uh, the core of this story. Just don't think about it. So anyway, they capture a white nerd, and they're like, you better tell us. You better tell us how you did fucking time travel so we can go back in time and murder Jesus. And he's like, never. I will never let you go back in time and kill Jesus. Spoiler alert. He lets them go back in time and kill Jesus. So anyway, uh, they pick him up, and they dump him out, and they start torturing him and shit. And they're like, you better tell us. And he's like, I will never fucking tell you. And so skip ahead a little bit. And so... Dead family guy's like, I didn't sign up to torture people. And the Muslim boss said, you work for me now. You'll do what I say. And so the dead family guy's like, okay, fine. I'll do whatever you want me to. And so they go back to the other nerds. And they're like, hey, uh, your boy got promoted and you can no longer see him anymore. And they're like, yeah, that sounds normal. That's cool. And they go about their fucking business. And so the next thing you know, dead family guy's punching the white nerds saying, tell us about time travel. And he's like, fuck all y'all. I ain't telling you shit, motherfucker. So they bring his family in front of him, his mom and dad. And they're like, hey, dude. You better tell us how you did time travel so we can go back in time and kill Jesus or we're going to murder your family right in front of you. And he's like, uh, I'm still not telling you. You can just murder my family right in fucking front of me. And so uh, that's what they do. They murder his family right in fucking front of him. Let's boom, shot his dad right in front of him. And then in a minute, they're going to shoot his mom right in front of him. And like, kill her, do it. Shoot her in the face. And uh, they actually shoot her in the back of the head. Anyway, long story short, they murder both his family members right in front of him. And he's like, 
I'm not worried about it. I got time travel now. I can just go back in time and save my parents later, motherfucker. Yeah. So anyway, this guy's like, uh, God, you made me do this. You made me go work for an evil Muslim boss and go back in time and kill Jesus. So everything that happens is on you, God. You could have easily just saved my family, but you fucked with the wrong motherfucker now. So I'll go back in time and murder your son. Bitch ass bitch. And uh, God don't do shit about it because God's a punk. And so he's talking to God a little too much. And so anyway. So, finally, the Muslim boss says, hey, I will let you go and perfect time machines, and I will let you go back in time and save your family if you'll perfect time travel for us. And so he's like, fine, I love my mom and dad, and I'll perfect time travel for you. So uh, he goes, and he sits down, and this egghead, he perfects time travel, hooray! And so they do all the time travel and whatnot and so forth, and they send somebody back, and he's like, uh, they send the black guy, of course, fucking Muslims! Always send the black guy over there. Leave that black guy alone. Haven't they suffered enough? But anyway, so they put him on there, and he's time-traveled a little bit. And he's like, I feel great. Yay, we did it. So anyway, he's like, you said you were going to let me go back in time and save my family. And the evil Muslim boss says, fuck you. I ain't letting you save your goddamn family. I'm the one that murdered them. Now we're going to go back in time and kill Jesus. And so they prepare to go back in time to kill Jesus. Because, you know, all this makes total fucking sense. And skip ahead, skip ahead. Also, yeah, at the same time, the other nerds, are able to hack into all the cameras and see everything that's going on the entire time. So they're kind of figuring out that shit is hinky. They're like, what are they doing there? It's almost like they're about to time travel. Oh my God, that's crazy as shit, yo. And so anyway, uh, the evil henchmen, they time travel. Oh, they, they also go back and they uh, they save this guy for a second because um, they saw him on the camera saying bullshit. Get me out of here. We got to go do time travel to save my family. So anyway, the evil henchmen, they go back in time. Here we go. And here's Jesus. Jesus is apparently one of the guys that was on American Idol, and he looks white as shit, although I guess this actor is part Colombian or something, but he has sexy white Jesus, just like they always have sexy fucking white Jesuses on this show. You know how it is. So anyway, the henchmen time travel back, and they got all their henchmen gear on, and they're like, yes, let's find Jesus and murder this fuck. Let's do it. And dead family guys, all evil now. He don't give a shit anymore because his family's dead. So anyway, they go and they find the Romans are about to go get Jesus. And somehow they knew exactly where Jesus was and exactly the time period he was. They knew it all somehow, right down to the exact coordinates. Never explain how they do any of this shit. Don't worry about it. So anyway, um, they decide to murder all the Romans and everybody else around. They just kill them fucking all. Uh, and so... Uh, here we go. They're about to shoot them all down. Murder them! So they go in there. Pew, 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 pew. And they murder all the disciples. And they murder all the Romans. They murder fucking everybody. And they shoot Jesus. And the dead family guy walks up and he's like, Jesus, you can stop this if you want to. If you're really Jesus, use your magical powers and stop them, motherfucker. And Jesus is like, I ain't stopping shit. Go ahead and kill me if you want to. I already died for your sins, motherfucker. And I don't know why God's going through all this pageantry. He is all-powerful. He could stop this from happening. But for some reason, he wants uh, these people to go back in time, kill Jesus, and then go through this really convoluted series of events to save Jesus and return the timeline to normal where his plan can go back to fruition because that's what an all-powerful guy would do. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, a dead family guy shoots Jesus in the brain at some point in this little uh, section here. Boom! Dead Jesus! Die, motherfucker! And so Jesus dead! Oh, my God! They killed Jesus! You bastards! And so, uh, skip ahead, they're going to take Jesus' body back to the future. Back to the future! And, uh, come on, take his body back to the future. So the nerds are watching on uh, film, and they're like, Hey, did they just bring Jesus' body back from the past and whatnot? And they're like, yeah! 
I got Jesus' body to some crazy ass shit. They killed Jesus. And uh, you would think the timeline would change immediately. You would think uh, if Jesus did exist and he was actually the son of God and uh, you went back in time and murdered him, that that would change things so amazingly that you would immediately cease to exist. But no, that's not what happens. See, time takes a while to catch up when you change something from the past. They don't know how long it's going to take, but it's like a hard job having to override itself. It takes a little time. So they have time to fix this shit before their whole universe is fucked completely. So they're like, yay, we got to go back in time and save Jesus. So they're like eggheading it, trying to figure out how to fucking save Jesus and whatnot. And uh, so next thing you know, they're trying to break in and stop them from saving Jesus. Like, we got to hurry up and save Jesus faster. Work faster, eggheads. And so, uh, anyway. They go back in time just before the fucking evil Muslim henchmen shoot them. And they go back in time exactly the same point that the other henchmen went back in time to uh, kill Jesus. And like, yay, we did it. We're back in time and whatnot. And somehow we knew exactly where Jesus was going to be and all that shit. And so, uh, they're like, okay, well, what are we going to do? And so, anyway, eggheads like, here's what we're going to do. You guys go save Jesus, and we're going to go back to our original time, and we're going to tell another version of us what's going on so they can also help save Jesus if we fail. So there's multiple versions of us. This is where it gets convoluted, folks. I know up till now, everything made complete fucking sense, but it's starting to get a little convoluted here, so uh, bear with me. It's complicated and whatnot. So anyway, uh, yeah, these nerds, two of the nerds go uh, back to the future, and... Uh, they don't save Jesus this time around, folks. They don't get there in time. They didn't do it right. They didn't go back far enough. So uh, Jesus dies a fucking again. Yeah, they, they're the worst fucking saviors ever. So anyway, uh, they split up. I think here in a second they're going to split up. Yeah, come on, split up. Do it already. And so anyway, two of them go back to the future, and uh, two of them stay uh, back in the past. And uh, so, boom, he appears back in the future, and he's like, yay, we did it. But then there's a henchman like, where'd you guys come from? And he tackles the Muslim henchman, and they pull out a gun, and they say, fuck all you motherfuckers, get out of here. And uh, they're going to pull hammers on him or something. And anyway, so uh, since the other version of them is watching all the cameras, they are able to sign language to the other version of them. And uh, here they are. And she's like, hey, other version of me. Uh, yeah, these evil Muslim motherfuckers are crazy and they want to go back in time and kill Jesus. And they already did it. So you guys got to stop them from going back in time to kill Jesus. Our, our entire timeline is going to be overwritten and we might cease to exist. And uh, yeah, so they come in, they murder both of them. And they're like, oh, my God, they just murdered us. It's not us. It's a version of us. But they just murdered us right in front of us. I'm starting to think these people might not be very nice. And so, like, fuck, now we got to go back in time and save Jesus? What kind of bullshit is this? And so, anyway, um, the other versions of them, they go in there with hammers, like, get the fuck out of here, other nerds. We're taking over this shit now. Yeah, nerds rule. And so, uh, they decide to go, I think, back ten minutes before Jesus was murdered or some shit like that. And uh, then they get sticks. Let me skip ahead. Oh, yeah, for some reason, um, they get separated. The black guy gets left back in time. Of course, fucking black guy. Work it out, black guy, and the other nerd, uh, who looks like he's of some kind of Armenian descent or some shit. He goes back to the future also, and then he immediately gets captured by evil Muslim boss. He's like, oh shit, I done fucked up now. Yeah, dude, should have stayed where you was at. You was better back in the time, in the past. And so anyway, skip ahead, they capture that motherfucker. And, uh, come on. And they're like, tell us what you know. Tell us what's going on. He's like, never, I will never tell you anything. And so while they're sitting there, the timeline catches up with them. The timeline where Jesus was murdered 
Yeah, oh my god! So the entire fucking world changes, and it turns out it sucks ass! Let me skip ahead a little bit. The future sucks ass without Christians! If Jesus didn't die on the cross for our sins, then for some reason it makes the whole world scorched and ashes falling everywhere, and the Muslims are like, oh my god! What the fuck? I thought it was going to be paradise without the evil, filthy Christians. And then the Muslims disappear too, because I guess, you know, without Jesus, there's no Islam and Muslims disappear. So that makes sense, right? And the, uh, somehow this nerd is still alive and exists. That wouldn't happen either. None of these people would exist if the timeline was changed like that. But don't think about it. And he's like, oh, I'm fucked in the future now. God damn it. This is not amazing to me. What have I got myself into? So I assume that he lays down and dies brutally. doesn't really show what happens to him, but uh, not liking his odds. So anyway, uh, the other nerds go back in time again, and they go back like 10 minutes before the evil henchmen come back to kill Jesus. And they don't have any weapons or shit, so they're like, hey, let's get some sticks. Uh, yeah, let's get some fucking sticks and stab these evil henchmen to death. And so they wait for the evil henchmen to come out, and they stab him, but the black guy dies, of course. Immediately dies, because uh, why wouldn't you kill the black guy and then also a uh, dead family guy who also went back ends up shooting this guy's girlfriend oh hell no dead family guy why you shoot my girlfriend you fucking dickhead but uh good news is they do manage to distract them enough to save jesus and the romans end up taking away jesus and jesus doesn't die and then for some reason this motherfucker has to take all his clothes off to save his girlfriend He's like, yeah, I'll just take my pants and my shirt off and like wrap them around you and stuff. That'll stop the bleeding and I'll be naked and whatnot. Like, I don't, none of it makes sense. But, you know, he's a little bit in shape, so I guess I'll look at his sexy body. You sexy evil nerd. So, anyway, uh, jump forward. So, he's like, okay, I'm going to go rescue Jesus and whatnot. And uh, then he sees the Muslim henchman. And he's like, the Muslim henchman's running from him. I don't know, the Muslim henchman's got a fucking gun. Why you run him? Come back, motherfucker. Scared ass. And, uh, so anyway, uh, I think this is Peter. I think Peter picks up the gun for some reason. I don't know. So anyway, black guy is, uh, he's got his time wristwatch. And he's like, any of you motherfuckers hit me out there? I'm trapped in the past! And he's talking just like Chris Tucker from the Rush Hour movies. I don't know why, but I'm not being racist. Watch this movie. They literally have him imitating Chris Tucker for some fucking reason. And then he, boom, he disappears a little bit, and he ends up uh, right next to Jesus somehow. I don't know how. I guess this magic. Don't think about it, folks. And so Jesus is like, what the fuck? Some motherfucker just appeared right in front of me. And uh, Jesus speaks perfect English, because of course he would. He, Jesus, he speaks all the language. The black guy's like, Jesus, Jesus, you got to run. The Romans going to kill you. They going to kill you, Jesus. And uh, Jesus is like, I'm cool with it. I have to die. I have to die. And uh, Jesus is like, what is the future like? And then they're like, uh, the guy, black guy's like, hey, it's pretty cool. Like, everybody worships you. There's like billions of people that worship you all over the place. And they wear little crosses all over their neck. And Jesus is like, crosses? They wore the device that I was murdered upon on their necks? That's kind of ghoulish, don't you think? And uh, the black guy's like, yeah, your fault are sort of dickheads. And uh, none of that happened. Basically, Jesus said, no, I got to die for the sins of man. Because, you know, that's logical. Why would God not murder his own son? to end the sins he condemned man to to begin with. It all tracks, folks. It all tracks. And so the black guy's trying to talk about of it. Jesus is like, fuck all, black guy. I'm not surprised to see you in my time period at all. And so uh, Jesus decides just to go turn himself into the Romans. Black guy can't talk him out of it. They have some long, cringy-ass conversations. Shut the fuck up already, sexy white Jesus. So anyway... Next thing you know, Romans got Jesus. Oh, hell no. And they mad. 
They're like, you ain't the son of God. We're going to torture you, Jesus. And then a uh, naked dude, for some reason, gets pants. I don't know why. But he gets a gun. So that's good. So now uh, naked nerd gets gun. And then he meets Peter. Yeah, you know, disciple of Jesus. But Peter don't speak English because he ain't Jesus, right? And he don't know what the fuck nerd is saying. But he got a knife. And then uh, he's like, I guess he realizes he's some kind of future man. And he's like, yay, I love you. Or whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter. And he gives him his robe. I wouldn't wear that stinky ass robe. Can you imagine how bad that robe must fucking smell? Don't put that on, white nerd. Don't do it. That's fucking dirty, I'm sure. And this guy looks like he smells bad anyway. I wouldn't have anything to do with that. But anyway, um, so he's telling Peter to run. So then we're back in the future again with evil Muslim boss. And uh, he's like, what the fuck is going on here? Some crazy ass shit. Basically, they teleport all the bodies back to the future. The watches they're wearing automatically uh, transport them back to the future when they die. Because, you know, why wouldn't you build that into the system? It just makes sense. And uh, so the evil Muslim boss immediately knows something is fucked. He's like, well, that's not supposed to happen. So anyway, dead family guy wakes up. Uh, he had a headache or some shit. And he's like, okay, well, I still got to go kill Jesus. Like, that's my fucking job. And I'm evil now, apparently. So uh, dead family guy looking around, trying to figure out what he wants to do. And this guy's trying to save his girlfriend. He's like, oh, my God, I can't believe my girlfriend got shot. She's dying. This sucks balls. And she's like, go save Jesus. You have to go save Jesus. Don't worry about me. And he's like, fuck Jesus. You're my girlfriend, man. I hit that shit every day. I love you way more than Jesus. And she's like, go save Jesus. So anyway, he goes, he leaves her, and he goes to save Jesus. Uh, hoping, I guess, that Jesus will heal her. And so Muslim hitchman number one and uh, dead family guy decide to go into town to find Jesus with her guns and shit. And uh, they run into a little bit of trouble in town and whatnot. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, evil Muslim henchman pulls out his guns and starts just gatting people. Just gat, gat, gat. But uh, they get overpowered by the Romans because the Romans are badass. Don't you fuck with the Romans, man. Even if you have a gun, you can't do shit. So they get captured and their time wristwatches get stolen or the guns fucking get stolen and shit. It's all looking bad for dead family guy, to be quite honest with you. Next thing you know, Jesus is carrying his cross and they're whipping his ass. And they're like, carry that cross better, Jesus. You suck ass. And then black guy is right there and everybody's like, hey, this is not unusual for a black guy to be there and clothes look like they're from the future. You don't stand out at all. And they push him down and then he's like, Jesus, just kill all these motherfuckers. You're the son of God. You got magical powers. Just hook up on them. Fucking kick their nuts in. And Jesus is like, nah, this is cool. And uh, so then the black guy's like, all right, fine. I will carry the cross for Jesus. And I will also carry Jesus at the same time because black dude's strong. And uh, he helping out. So black guy carries Jesus to the cross. And next thing you know, Jesus is crucified. Fuck. Oh, hell no. And uh, so then angry white nerd brings his girlfriend to the uh, foot of Jesus on the cross. And... Uh, yeah, look at that. Jesus up on the cross and shit. And he's like, Jesus, save my girlfriend. We came back in time to save your ass. If you were the son of God, save her. And he looks down at him. And guess what? Next to Jesus, they're crucifying evil Muslim henchman on one side. And the fucking other side, it's goddamn dead family guy. Yeah, those are the two guys that were crucified next to Jesus. They were actually time travelers. True story, folks. And uh, so... Uh, Dead family guy looks over at Jesus and says, Jesus, I believe in you now. You're the tits. Please forgive me. And then Jesus is like, hell yeah, motherfucker. I forgive you. You're cool as shit. And then uh, angry nerd is like, what? 
Why you forgiving this motherfucker? This motherfucker came back in time to murder you. I brought my girlfriend back in time to save you, and she got killed. Save her. Don't forget this motherfucker. And then Jesus is like, if you want your girlfriend to be saved, you have to forgive dead family guy and then the guy's like fuck you i ain't forgiving dead family guy he shot my girlfriend fuck dead family guy and fuck you jesus you guys suck balls in a bad way and so anyway uh he walks off and he leaves jesus and dead family guy and evil muslim henchman to die brutally on the fucking cross and he's walking around not knowing what the fuck to do and no one's helping him and all kinds of bullshit is happening and this black guy ain't standing out you know they would kill this black guy immediately right what's wrong with your hell black guy why you black why are you wearing those clothes? Kill him! He a witch! But they didn't do that. And so anyway, they talk and they're like, uh, what are you doing here? And he's like, I got trapped in the past. And he's like, oh, that sucks, dude. All of this is ass, totally. So back to the future. And uh, evil Muslim henchman realizes shit is fucked, right? Because all this shit keeps getting transported back to the fucking future. And uh, they're like, we should send another team back to kill Jesus. And they're like, but we only have one time wristwatch left. And so... Evil Muslim boss is like, fuck it, I'll go with my goddamn self. If you want something done right, do it your goddamn self. So evil Muslim hench, uh, evil Muslim boss puts on the wristwatch, and, and he's like, I will go to the tomb of Jesus, and I'm going to wait for these motherfuckers to come and steal the body of Jesus. Because Jesus ain't the son of God. He's not actually going to be resurrected. Obviously, what happened was they came and they stole the body of Jesus to make it look like he was resurrected. So I'm going to go to his tomb because I know exactly where that is. Uh, it all makes total sense. And so then he throws some uh, little glow sticks around and he waits for motherfucker to come to Jesus' tomb to steal the fucking body so he can murder everybody. And uh, so next thing you know, uh, the girl's, the guy's girlfriend is still alive somehow. She's barely hanging on and she's like, hey, take me to the tomb of Jesus. He's going to be resurrected soon and I want to see that shit before I die. And so uh, he's like, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to take you to the tomb of Jesus. And somehow he knows exactly where the tomb of Jesus is too. Everybody knows where Jesus' tomb is which is cool. You think that history would know about that. So they take him to Jesus' tomb and uh, evil Muslim boss is still inside and he's just chilling. And all of a sudden, uh, the cameraman starts shaking the camera and the bad actors pretend like uh, the ground is shaking. And uh, evil Muslim boss is like, what the fuck is going on? It's almost like Jesus is about to be resurrected. So he zooms back to the future right before Jesus blows everybody's ass off and the whole tomb explodes open. No stone rolled away, anything. The whole goddamn explodes goddamn thing explodes and the uh the girl's like yay we saw it we saw jesus get resurrected this is the tits dude go in there and uh make sure everything's okay so uh black nerd white nerd go into the tomb of jesus to pick up all the glow sticks so they don't change the timeline of history and you know make sure that they are not born and the next thing you know jesus comes over to the girls who's outside and she's like, Jesus, you're alive. And he's like, hell yeah, what'd you think was going to happen? I'm sexy, white Jesus. Of course I'm alive. Son of God, bitch. And they have a nice conversation. And he don't heal her at all. He just let her die. He fucking lets her die. You're Jesus. Save her, motherfucker. She came back in time to help you save your life. And don't even fucking lift a finger to help her. So anyway, next thing you know, I guess this is Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of God. And they're coming to the tune and like, where our son at? And they're saying it in some kind of a foreign language. You know, just like Jesus' relatives would. And then they see these two guys. And they're like, hey, these are clearly the angels that are mentioned in the Bible. It all makes sense. You roll the tomb away. Yay, angels. And they're like, sure, whatever. We're the angels. And so they run off. And he comes back outside. His girlfriend's dead. And he's like, What? What? My fucking girlfriend died. We came to the goddamn tomb of Jesus. 
Saw him get resurrected and he's still at my girlfriend die. I'm starting to think Jesus is a fucking asshole, right? And so anyway, I guess Mary Magdalene somehow finds one of the time wristwatches and he uh, gives it to him. And he's like, hey, we can both put this time wristwatch on together and we can go back to the fucking future. And so uh, they put the wristwatch on together and they're like, they're buds and shit. And they zoom back in the future and murder everybody. Just shoot everybody. And the black guy gets shot again. He gets shot again. What the fuck? You got the black guy shot a goddamn kid? This black guy can't fucking catch a break. He about to die twice in this movie? Oh, hell no. A little bit too on the nose, if you ask me. So anyway, he's like, dude, um, I'm going to reprogram our time machine so I can go back in time and save my parents. As soon as I'm gone, you have to shoot the fucking computer, which will destroy the whole god thing, goddamn thing, keep it out of the hands of the evil Muslim paws. And so uh, he's like, later, dude. It was nice knowing you. And then he uh, goes back. Come on, you can do it. He goes back, and then um, black guy shoots the computer, and a Muslim boss comes over and blows the black guy's brains out. Because, uh, yeah, why would you, right? And so the next thing you know, um, I guess they're in a different timeline, and I guess these guys followed him into the time machine. But I'm kind of lost here, I think, because they don't have wristwatches on. They get fucking Thanos, like the Infinity Gauntlet bullshit, and they disappear. And he's like, whoa, I'm glad that shit happened. And uh, so this other guy comes up. I guess he falls into the time machine. He's like, I'm going to shoot you, motherfucker. And this guy's like, no, you're not. You're about to get Thanos, motherfucker, because you don't have a wristwatch. And he gets Thanos, and he dies, too. So then the next thing, you know, he's back in time. And then his parents are still alive. And so uh, he goes in there, and he murders everybody. Yeah, boom, killing everybody. And uh, his parents are like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, oh, I built a time machine. And then evil Muslims use it to go back in time and kill Jesus. And they're like, oh, okay, that makes total fucking sense. Yeah, it's all tracking. And so anyway, um, evil Muslim boss is running away slowly because that's what you want. You want a leisurely jog. And we're back in time. Uh, and uh, dead family guy is arguing with God again. He's like, God, you killed my family. Whatever happens is all your fucking fault whatnot. And so uh, then uh, evil nerd running around looking for evil Muslim boss so he can murder him. And uh, he stumbles across dead family guy. And remember, he remembers the, the future it didn't happen yet but it's gonna happen where dead family guy murders his girlfriend and tortures him and he's like fuck you dead family guy i'm gonna shoot you in the face and then he remembers what jesus told him jesus said you have to forgive dead family guy if you want to save your girlfriend that's the only way because uh forgiveness is more than saying sorry yeah so he uh, totally forgives dead family guy because that's what you do when you're a decent christian even if they torture you and shoot your girlfriend gotta forgive that shit because jesus said so and so anyway he's like makes that guy get on the ground so the next thing you know evil muslim boss motherfucker breaks into the room and they shoot the guy in the ass or some shit and they take his uh family hostage again and dead family guy picks up the gun and of course uh this guy still thinks dead family guy works for him and so they have long boring conversations about all this bullshit that's happening and then suddenly white nerd um starts hearing voices and uh it's a voice of a woman saying be a hero be a hero and this guy's like hey you're totally obviously hearing the voice of my dead wife uh that has to be what's going on right now and so the next thing you know um here we go nope but too far next thing you know dead family guy no is he gonna do it when's he gonna do it did he do it already did he do it already anyway dead family guy uh shoots all the bad guys and uh then he gets shot by evil muslim and then they fight 
And white nerd gets on top of evil, evil, evil Muslim boss with a knife. And he's like, I'm going to jab this evil Muslim knife into your heart, evil Muslim boss. And he does it. He jabs the fucking knife into the evil Muslim guy's body. And then uh, it gets kind of confusing. It turns out that I'm not really sure what's going on here. It looks like Dead Family Guy was sent in as some kind of double agent to inform on terrorist cells. And so he informs these cops that he's actually working for the... I don't know. I didn't get it. But anyway, the, go, the cops go outside and they murder everybody. They're just shooting everybody because um, they're all on top of it or some shit. And uh, so then a uh, dead family guy dies and whatnot. And so then the uh, nerds are like, hey, I know what we're going to do, right? And so uh, there's one of them still alive, right? That guy dies. The other version of him dies. But the version that was tortured to begin with, he's alive. And some of them are still alive because it's a different timeline, right? So they're like, hey, I know what we're fucking going to do. And so what they do is they reprogram the time machine. And he dresses like a crossing guard. And they go back in time, right to the time where dead family guy's family was about to get run over by the uh, fucking goddamn semi-trailer. And, uh, oh, my God, Heidi Montage is such a horrible actress. And he pops up. And they stop. And then he disappears and they don't get killed. He saves the dude's family. He saves dead family guy. He forgives him. Just like Jesus told him to do. And so they all live happily ever after. That's the end of the movie, folks. That's it. He saves Jesus and dead family guy. And we're all forgiven for our sins. It's amazing. But we're not really forgiven for our sins because, you know, the wages of sin are death. Still, it's almost like Jesus died for fucking nothing. But anyway... Greatest movie ever, Assassin 33 AD, available now for rent or purchase, wherever you find shit like that, or for pirate, if that's your thing, if you don't want to pay for it, who could really blame you? So anyway, hope you guys enjoyed that, that was fucking awful. I hope you guys appreciate how much I suffer for my art, I watch this shit so you don't have to. So let's take a break and read the chatty chat chats. What you guys got to say in the fucking chats. Um, eight fucking hours later. I know, right? Uh, better than God's Not Dead. It was better than God's Not Dead. The good thing about this movie is at least it was bad enough to be entertaining. Sometimes these Christian movies aren't bad enough to be entertaining. They're just boring all the fucking way through. So at least you can make fun of it. Dead Family Guy meets Peter Griffin. Yep. Um, how the hell is this movie still going? It was way too long. It was way fucking too long. And it confusing, really? Yes. It was like an hour too long. And it was only an hour and 45 minutes. It should have been a 45 minute short, in my opinion. Jesus was a shitty character on this one. He's always a shitty character. You ain't black. I know. Uh, why is that guy spamming my chat? Somebody want to get rid of the shithead? I guess I'll do it. Don't spam my chat. Don't spam my chat. Or you fuck off. Yes. Uh, let's see. Holy fuck, worst film ever. Not the greatest, to be honest with you. You're a trooper. We smirked a lot, the queen. Hell to the king, baby. Yep. Good old Bruce Campbell. It's not just bad. It's horrendous. Agreed. Y'all should watch The Butterfly Effect. Much funnier time travel movie. Ashton Kutcher. What a sexy piece of man meat that is. The best? That's in. Cult of Dusty Norway's church is funded by the state. But they aren't allowed to promote the church publicly and secularism is widespread. Is this a preferable alternative? No idea. Um, doubtful. That was a giant gun promotion? Zero to end, not enough guns. Nicholas Cage's Left Behind Fight was the first Dusty movie I've ever seen. Love that shit. That was a good one. Good one on Dusty's part. Alright, let's read the Super Chats. Super Chatty Chat Chatty Chat Chats. Yeah, boom. All right, here we go. 
Awesome Gaming, what do you think about Trump's executive order for Twitter? Do you think it will end well for Twitter? No. It, Trump doesn't have the power to fucking do anything to Twitter. He's just running his mouth. He's full of fucking shit. Fuck Trump. Amadeus Black, $50. Thank you, Amadeus Black. I have my own clan of cats at home. And know the cost. Here's some help for all the animals in the sanctuary. I really appreciate that. God damn it. I've been going to war with these fleas. Holy shit, man. I'm starting to respect my enemy. Every fucking day I go to battle. And after going to battle with these fleas every night, I can tell you guys one thing. War. War never changes. Anyway, we'll talk about more about that later. I'm going to do a whole series of my war against fleas. And I appreciate that. I'm going to ask back. And Breaking Bad 094 gave me 999. Thank you, Breaking Bad. Good Lord. That's the girl from the hills, my dude, is it? She cannot act worth a fucking shit. We're only 30 seconds into this, and I can't believe anybody watched this other than to make fun of it. Me either. But, like, there were a lot of people on IMDb who were like, this is a great movie. This has an amazing message. It, misses, it, it mixes history wrong with sci-fi, which is cool as shit. But there's no history in that guy, that movie. Thank you, Breaking Bad. And Spicky Weasel, I saw that movie at 8 p.m. An hour passed. I looked at my watch and it was 8.08. Some fuzzy money for you, sir. I know, right? Took me 45 minutes to explain that movie to you guys. Terrible. Appreciate that. Proto, $2. More of this. That was funny as hell. All right. I will look into some more Christian movies for next week. If you guys have any good uh, recommendations for this type of shit, let me know. Uh, for the kiddies, thank you, Sky Chest. You're amazing. I love you. Appreciate that. Uh, Andrew Santos, $5 R, I don't know what that is, but since you have to listen to David Bowie now, yep, I have to listen to Mona Mona, Mona Mona, might as well, I know that's uh, not David Bowie, I'm just making a joke, um, might as well listen to an album called Temple of Hate by Angra, I have a feeling you will like it, okay, I'll check that out, thank you Andrew Santos, uh, $5 more movie reviews for EG, I will, I will start doing this as a regular segment, on my Religious Bullshit Wednesdays. Be sure to tell your friends about Religious Bullshit Wednesdays. Tell them Dusty's back and better than fucking ever. He's doing two hours live of Religious Bullshit. It's amazing. And also, hit the like button right now. Why have you not hit the like button? You should have hit the like button already. Why aren't you going to help me out, motherfuckers? I'm suffering from my art and you aren't helping me out. Fuck you. And hit the like button. All right, for the kiddies, Cindy Bueno. Thank you, Cindy Bueno. That is very bueno of you. And Mr. Dude, $4 Canadian. What a horrible movie. It was amazing. Take it back. Mystery Dude, appreciate that. Scott W. The left can't mean. Mega people say stuff so much worse than anything that's said by the left. You should review some of their memes and jokes. They suck. Yep. They're not sitting their best. It's always really lowbrow, lowest common denominator bullshit. But it works really well because it appeals to a great variety of people who are below the intelligence level. So I can understand why it's popular. Um... Kaylee Hardy, $2. If you don't send, you just died for nothing. I know, right? That's exactly how I feel. That's why I send constantly. Masturbate 100 times a day. I make it worth it for you, Jesus. I'm there for you, buddy. Don't ever say I never did nothing for you, Jesus. Yo, dude, lots of love from Canada. Lots of love to you in Canada. Cubby, 1967. Lee Spanner, $2. No more movies. You don't like the movies? Everybody else is saying I should do more movies. So you guys got to make up your minds. Some kind of consensus. Victoria Cunningham, $5, because fuzzies, I know, right, so many fuzzies around here. I don't know if you guys seen them walking behind me and shit, but we have them everywhere. Love the show, never change, Dusty. I won't, Ein Schultz. I'm going to be the same for fucking ever until I die. You wait, you'll see. Meldrock, $5 for the four babies. Thank you very much. You're amazing. And JT, what's up, JT? How you doing tonight? Give me $5, but I can't see what it says. So let me go back to the regular chat and see. 
That was a funny take on that movie. I appreciate it. If you guys want to see more, let me know when I do more in the fucking future. Like the stream, folks. Like it. Let's see what the other chat has to say. The Twitch Facebook chat. All right. They got my emoticons. If you guys want to follow me on Twitch, it's twitch.tv front slash Dusty Smith. And there are special custom emoticons. Uh, can't you just tell them you went back in time and killed Jesus yourself? You have as much proof as they do. I know, right? Like, how are they going to say you didn't do it? Are you not entertained? Dusty gonna fuck shit up tonight. As always, love you, Dusty man. Love you, Andrew Raymond Brock. Anyway, more Super Chats, please, as we continue on with the show. Next up, I'm gonna talk about Jesus Camp. So I did a uh, segment on Jesus Camp. Jesus Camp 2 is what I called it. On the last Wednesday show, and uh, a few people left comments. They were like, man, I would love if somebody would go find the kids from Jesus Camp. And see what they're up to today to see if they're like all fucked up or whatnot, if it was really uh, child abuse they underwent, what they had to think about it. And so apparently somebody did that. The Guardian went back and they wrote an article and they found the kids. Ten years later, was it child abuse? Yes and no. And now I'm going to read this to you because it's pretty interesting. So a ten-year-old Andrew Summercamp, which I assume is this kid because it says right here this is Andrew Summercamp. It's not this kid. It's this kid, this little blind kid. So, uh... With his shy demeanor and floppy blonde hair, mounts the stage of the Kids on Fire church camp and nervously tells the crowd that he's struggling with his belief in God. He spent days watching his fellow Christian campers weep uncontrollably, repenting and begging God's forgiveness. And he has a confession to share. Poor kids. Telling these kids are going to be tortured forever if they don't join this woman's cult. Telling them they're sinners and, you know, God's looking down upon them and they're horrible people and they need redemption and they're crying and feeling awful about themselves. It is child abuse. Fuck everything about this evil bullshit. I just want to talk about belief in God. I've been having a hard time with it, he says, staring at the ground. Scared and confused as the other kids look around at each other with anxiety in their eyes. To believe in God is hard because you don't see him. You don't know him much. Sometimes I don't even believe what the Bible says. It makes me a faker. It makes me feel guilty and bad. It's one of several emotionally exhausting scenes in the 2006 documentary Jesus Camp. Over the course of his celebrated and contested life, Jesus Camp has become a Rorschach test for audiences. Some evangelicals see it as a fair representation of their culture, while secular left-leaning audiences typically see an expose against a malicious force of right-wing indoctrination. That's what it is. Often walking away with one angry phrase in their lips, child abuse. Ten years later, Summer Camp, yes, that's his real name. That's a little bit on the nose. You got to know there's a guy with this kid's name is Summer Camp, right? has abandoned evangelical Christianity. Hooray! He figured it out, folks. He did it. He figured it out. Living with a group of spiritual seekers in Mount Shasta, California. Well, that sounds awful. Sounds like he left one cult for a goddamn another. He split from the evangelical world happening when his father came out as gay. Well, that'll do it. He says he spent several years angry at the church, but has since discovered peace in Eastern mysticism. No, you were so close, motherfucker. Quantum mechanics and psychotropic drugs. Okay, now I'm with you. You lost me with the Eastern mysticism, and then you got me again with the quantum mechanics and psychotropic drugs. Maybe you got to figure it out. Was it child abuse? Yes and no, he said in a recent interview about his time at Kids on Fire Church Camp. I think they had the best of intentions, but I see it as sick people trying to treat sick people. It's their coping mechanism for figuring out why we're alive. I wouldn't trade that experience for anything, though, because it allowed me at such a young age to question my existence. And I kind of see where he's coming from. Like, I underwent 
some of the very similar things when I was growing up. I was part of a very strict evangelical Southern Pentecostal church. Uh, they made us do shit like this, talk in tongues, lift our hands up to God, made us feel guilty for just fucking existing. But I wouldn't trade that for a world because it made me the man I am today. And it gave me a perspective about religion that I use today to try to deprogram people. And if I didn't have those experiences, I wouldn't be able to do that. So I wouldn't change things, but it was still child abuse regardless. Um, next up, they're going to talk to Levi O'Brien, which apparently is this kid. I don't know if you remember this kid from the movie, but uh, he's all grown up now. And this is what he looks like now. Yeah, grown up to be a nice looking young man. But here he is when, 10 years ago. And he says, I had peace of mind. Levi O'Brien was 12 when he was featured in Jesus Camp, sporting an enormous rat-tailed oversized t-shirt and an unusually confident demeanor. Unlike summer camp in the film, O'Brien was wildly enthusiastic about his faith, speaking passionately about how his life had been transformed by God. It's an intensity that continues in him today, which he applies to his job as a staff member of World Revival Ministries. No! He's still a fucking Christian. He didn't escape. God damn it. But he's doing a little bit better, I guess. He's not a part of that same church anymore, so that's good. He says that people are often shocked that he's turned out to be a happy, healthy young man who wasn't traumatized by his experiences at Jesus Camp. I've been asked the same question hundreds of times by people from all over the world. Do you believe you are the way you are because of how you were raised, he says. Is it everybody? Hell yeah. Exactly right. And let's look at the outcome. I have peace in mind. I have drive and purpose and character. According to child psychologist Valerie Tirico, an outspoken critic of evangelical culture, many children of evangelical upbringing don't turn out so well. That's true. A lot of them go crazy. Like, pastor's kids are usually the worst. They're so fucking uh, withdrawn and uh, oppressed that they usually go wild and end up just having sex with everybody and just getting on drugs. And not, not, maybe not every time. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but a lot of times that happens. One of the problems with faith-based teachings is it teaches children not to trust their own reason and intuition, undermining their ability to have confidence in their own knowledge and ability to process information. There is a lot of psychological damage that follows when people are trained not to trust themselves. For many viewers, Jesus Camp was their first exposure to a Pentecostal church service, where crying, screaming, dancing, speaking in tongues, and convulsions are as ritualistic as incense and at a Catholic ceremony. Co-director of the film, Heidi Ewing, said she disagreed with the teachings of the camp, but didn't feel camp leaders were abusive. I mean, maybe they're not trying to be abusive on purpose. Maybe they're not intentionally doing it, but they're still being abusive. Just because they're nuts uh, and they believe it doesn't mean they're not abusive, right? Same thing with Muslims. Same thing with everybody who mistreats their children like that. Same thing with people in Scientology. They're still being abusive to their kids, even if they fucking believe it. They're not doing anything illegal, and if you want to raise your children as liberal progressives to be amped up about environmentalism and being pro-choice, you can do that. That's not the same thing at all, though. You know, being for the environment and women's rights to choose is actually a good, valid thing that exists in the universe, and it's not some made-up fake fairy tale that was written in the Stone Age, you know, uh, or the Bronze Age. Some of the arguments against the film were so knee-jerk, it made me realize the far left and the far right have a lot in common. Oh, you're both sides, am I right? Fuck you. Stupid bullshit. Liberal outrage. In addition to the camp, the film captures an intimate portrayal of children's lives at home, where every aspect of their lives is wrapped up in evangelical beliefs. Their homeschool textbooks deny global warming and teach creationism. They listen to Christian music and right-wing talk radio, watch Christian movies, yeah, like Assassin 33 AD, and pledge allegiance to the Christian flag. Activities included proselytizing to strangers at a bowling alley and protesting abortion outside the Supreme Court. 
So anyway, basically some of them believed that they were sort of abused. Other ones ended up being Christians. Other ones broke away, but uh, I guess all of them were okay with the experience in the end. They felt like it made them who they are. So who am I to argue with their own life experiences? I guess if they found some kind of use out of it, more power to them. So there you go. There's an update on the Jesus Camp Kids 10 years later, but fuck everything about that. Definitely should be pushed back against. It definitely is child abuse, regardless if uh, they found good in it in the end, in my opinion. And next up, this mayor is also a preacher, which is not great. You know, I don't think I would hire a preacher to be a mayor if I were you guys, but this happened in Georgia. And uh, this dude don't believe that women should be able to give prayers in public. A week ago, Mayor uh, Hoku, I guess how you should pronounce his name, uh, let me start with this. Unless you have a penis, you can't lead a prayer. At a Wiley, Texas council meeting. Not as long as Eric Hogu is the mayor of the Texas town. Where, by the way, he also ministers the congregation at Cottonwood Church of Christ. Yeah, no separation of church and state here at all. A week ago, Mayor Hogu was asked by a colleague if a young representative of youth with a mission could come to the next council meeting and lead everyone in prayer. The answer should have been absolutely not. Because prayer at council meetings goes against the establishment clause of our country's Bill of Rights. But the town has conducted pre-meeting public prayers for ages. Because, hey, this is a good old boy Texas, where Christians don't have to follow the rules. Instead, Hoku's email reply was, sounds good, I would like that. All I ask is that those leading the prayer be young men. Yeah, fuck off, women. You're not equal. It's 2020, but we're still living in fucking... 33 AD. Need some fucking assassins to come murder these people. Just kidding, just kidding. When that email leaked, had a local blogger made it public, Hogu explained that he was only going by his biblical convictions and that he won't compromise his beliefs to try to appease people. I am a Church of Christ preacher and I'm a member of Church of Christ and we take the New Testament literally. He went on to quote, 1 Corinthians 14, 34 through 35. Let your women keep silent in the churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law. And if they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is a shame for the woman to speak at church. And guess what, Christian ladies? You may not like this guy. You may think he's a fucking scumbag. You may think he's one of the worst people ever, but you know what? He's right! This dude is a hundred fucking percent right! Sorry, Christian ladies! You don't have to like it, but you can lump it if you don't, because that's what the fucking Bible says. He is spot on! So now you have two choices. Either you can admit that this fucking obvious piece of shit scumbag is correct, or the Bible is the evil book that's fucking full of shit that you should not be following. Choose one, ladies! Because this guy is spot on, even though he's fucking evil. So, you know, maybe you women want to vote this guy out of office. They probably won't, though, because a lot of Christian women actually believe that they should be obedient to the husband, that they're second-class citizens, and the husband is the head of the household, gotta do what he fucking says, but fuck that shit. No, you don't. Feminism, am I right? So, anyway, fuck this dude, fuck Christianity, fuck religion, separation, church, and state, all that good stuff. Next up. This won't surprise you, folks. So there was a story not too long ago where a teacher at a Georgia Baptist Academy said that he was kidnapped by some black dudes. Yeah, he was like in the parking lot somewhere and some black dudes kidnapped him and took him to a hotel room and they stole his 
cell phone and $70? Because, you know, that's what kidnappers are going to do. That's what robbers are going to do. They're going to fucking kidnap you, take you to a second location, rob you of $70, and let you go. That makes per- fucking perfect sense, doesn't it? But, uh... Surprise, surprise, folks! Black folks didn't kidnap him. Instead, he's gay as fuck, and he was trying to hook up with somebody he met online, and they robbed him. Oh, what a tangle way we weave! In Macon, Georgia, a man is under arrest after lying about the circumstances of a robbery that he was a victim of. 13, WMAZ, pieced together the story, revealing that Chris Keyes, a teacher at a private Christian school, recently told relatives and others that he had been kidnapped at gunpoint from a CVS parking lot, taken to a local motel room, and robbed of $70 in his cell phone. So believable, folks. Absolutely what robbers are going to do. It's a weird story on its face. Why would the criminals take him to a second location if they were only going to steal his stuff? Good question. Couldn't they have robbed him in their vehicle and kicked him out? Nah, take him back to a hotel room where you can trace them and shit. That's what really makes sense. When the, ho- when the cops heard of the tale and investigated, soon the truth emerged. Sergeant Linda Howard of the Bibb County Sheriff's Office says nobody was robbed or carjacked at that CVS. Howard said Keys went to the Regency Inn Motel on Eisenhower Parkway to solicit prostitution. And that's how he was robbed. Keys had an unanswered Keys had answered a Craigslist ad for a same-sex encounter arranged for by arranged for the paid tryst to take place at the motel and got robbed by the guy or guys he thought he was going to party with. According to the incident report, Keys told the deputy he liked to play around and was married to a woman. Yeah, I like to play around. I'm curious. I'm not gay though. I just I like to play a little bit, but yeah. The police report says the victim told the deputy that he was going to tell his family he was kidnapped and brought to the motel. Yeah, just, I'm going to lie to my family. You know, just like a good Christian, Christian school teacher would do. On Thursday evening, the Bibb County Sheriff's Office said Keys had been arrested and charged with solicitation of sodomy. Now, here's where this is fucked. What the fuck? You're arresting the guy for solicitation of a sodomy in 2020? They still have sodomy laws on the books. Basically, sodomy laws are when you try to find somebody to have anal sex with, like a dude to have anal sex with. Gay sex is illegal still in certain states. How is this real life? Why are gay people not marching in the fucking... Not just gay people, all of us. But like led by the gay people. I mean, I don't even know if like... I assume gay people must know homosexuality like they're still penalizing people for it in places like Georgia. I didn't even know this, folks, though. I didn't know there were still sodomy laws on the books. I didn't know you could be arrested for sodomy law. Like, yes, this guy's a fucking piece of shit for lying to his family and for making up a fake story. And yes, he's obviously a hypocrite, probably, for being a Christian that I'm guessing is anti-gay in his normal life. But, like, he has the right to be just as gay as he want to be, all right? He has the right to get fucked or to fuck anybody in their booty hose he wants to. This absolutely should not be against the fucking law. What the goddamn hell, Georgia? It's 2020. Step up, motherfuckers. Join us in the modern timeline. Fuck, I wish those dudes would have gone back in time and murdered Jesus. I'm on the evil fucking Muslim boss's side on this one. So anyway, uh, that sucks for that dude, but he a liar also at the same time. So mixed bag on that one. And uh, next up, here's an article about John Steingard, who was a former Christian rock band member who I guess made a bunch of Christian rock albums and stuff, but now he's an atheist, and he's gone public to tell his story, and uh, it's pretty interesting, I thought, so I thought I would read it to you. Starting in 2004, singer and guitarist John Steingard rose to fame in the Christian circles with the band he just joined, Hawk Nelson. 
Seven hours later, Steingard, now 36, is done. He started to feel troubled every time he and his bandmates climb on a stage. Praise God. I mean, that's this whole, like, living, though. That's what a lot of these people do. A lot of these preachers and stuff, they don't believe in it. They know it's all bullshit. They, they figure it out eventually. Like, they start out believing it, and they eventually figure out it's bullshit. But, like, that's their job. That's their community support system. That's everybody that they know and love is part of this whole community. And to abandon it, to give up your, you know, how you make your money and shit is just too much for them. So they continue to go along with it, go through the motions and preach this shit, even though they know it's not true. And I guess that's what he was doing. He was going on tour and singing Christian songs when he didn't believe it. His doubts about the existence of the Creator and the authenticity of the Bible gnawed at him, poisoning his joy in performing. Now he's free. Steingard announced on Instagram yesterday in a half-pained, half-relieved confession that runs about 2,200 words. We're going to watch the, read the whole thing. We're going to read a few of it, though. Because, like, his uh, journey resonates with me, and I'm sure will resonate with a lot of you who are raised religious and found your way out of it. So he says, this is not a post I ever thought I would write, but now I feel like I really need to. I've agonized over whether to say this publicly, and if so, how to do it. But I now feel that it's less important how I do it and more important that I do it. So here it goes. After growing up in a Christian home, being a pastor's kid, playing and singing in a Christian band and having the word Christian in front of most of the things in my life, I am now finding that I no longer believe in God. The last few words of that sentence were hard to write. I still find myself wanting to soften that statement by wording it differently or less specifically, but it wouldn't be as true. The process of getting to that sentence has been several years in the making. It didn't happen overnight or all of a sudden. It's been more like pulling on the threads of a sweater. And one day discovering that there was no more sweater left is exactly what it's like. Once you start questioning, once you allow yourself to question, it's fucking over, man. That was my experience as well. I have been terrified, to be honest, about this publicly for quite some time because... Of all that I thought I would lose. I'm still scared, but I'm writing about this now for a few reasons. First, I simply can no longer avoid it. Processing this quietly felt right when I simply had doubts. But once they solidified in a genuine point of view, it began to feel dishonest not to talk about it. You know, kudos for this guy, you know. He finally realized what he believed and he didn't want to live a lie anymore and con people. So that's, you know, giving props for that shit. After growing up in a Christian home, being a pastor's son, playing and singing in a Christian band, and having the word Christian in front of... Oh, I already read that. Um, as far back as I can remember, life was all about the church. It was our community. It was our family. It wasn't a part of our life. It was our life. Yep, I heard that. When you grow up in a community that holds a shared belief, and that shared belief is so incredibly central to everything, you simply adopt it. Yep, that's what I did too. Like... Everybody I knew, loved, and the people that cared for me, you know, uh, did everything for me, had my back. They told me it was true. So, like, why would they lie to me? I didn't realize they didn't know they were lying, but you just believe it. I had, I've had private conversations with trusted friends about my doubts and discovered to my absolute shock that they are shared by nearly every close friend my age who also grew up in the church. I am stunned by the number of people in visible positions within Christian circles who feel the same way as I do. Like me, they fear losing everything if they're open about it. That's exactly what it is. You know, it's their entire support system, all their family and loved ones. They don't want to give that up, so they just keep going through the motions. If God is all-loving and all-powerful, why is there evil in the world? Can he not do anything about it? Does he choose not to? Is the evil in the world a result of his desire to give us free will? Okay, then. What about famine and disease and floods and all the suffering that isn't caused by humans and our free will? That's a great counter 
to the uh, explanation that, oh, evil exists because of free will. What about all the shit that's not free will that harms human beings? Oh, I don't know. God works in mysterious ways. Yeah, fuck your God. Consulting and discussing the Bible didn't answer my questions. It only amplified them. Hell yeah. The Bible will make you uh, atheist real quick if you read it with an open mind. Why does God seem so pissed off in most of the Old Testament? Good question. And then all of a sudden, he's a loving father in the New Testament. Why does he say not to kill, but then instructs Israel to turn around and kill men, women, and children to take the promised land? Why does God lead Job to suffer horrible things just to win a bet with Satan? Because God's a dickhead. Why does he tell Abraham to kill his son? More killing again. And the basis says, just kidding, that was a test. Why does he just have to die for our sins? If God can do anything, can't he forgive without someone dying? You would think so. But nah. You think God would have like workshopped his whole grand plan out with some human beings before he did it. You know, you think he would have came down from heaven and been talking to a man or two and been like, hey, what's up, dudes? And like, hey, what's up, God? Good to see you. You're the tits, God. And God's like, yeah. You know what? I love you, mankind. I love you, dude, so much. So to show you guys how much I love you, I've decided to send my own son to be brutally murdered and tortured so you no longer have to suffer for the sins I condemned you of. And they're like, uh, what? What? You're going to do what now? You're going to send your son to die? Why? Uh, can't you do anything? Can't you just blink your eyes and have us forgiven for our sins? Can't you just think it and it'll be done? We're good on the whole your son dying thing, dude. We don't even need that shit. And like, nah, man. I want to show you how much I love you. I have to murder my son. And they're like, no, dude. If you want to show us how much you love us, why not just end world hunger, you know? Why not just end diseases and cancers and stuff? There's so many things you can do to show us you love us that have nothing to do with torture and murdering your son. Don't do that, God. And God's like, nah, nah. I'm going to go with the whole murder and torture my son thing. Trust me. It's genius. It's brilliant. It's just crazy enough to work. Really should have workshopped that, to be honest with you. But nah, he's all powerful, God. What does he fucking know? He's sort of a dumbass. And anyway, my father-in-law asked me if I'd been reading the King James Version. Because he felt King James had put his own spin on a lot of things that version couldn't fully be trusted. Yeah, you got to learn the original Hebrew. You got to go back and learn Latin. To really understand the truth of the Bible, folks. That's on you. Steingart took it from there saying, So it sounds like you believe that modern translations can't fully be trusted because they are a human flawed and imperfect. I am simply taking that to the natural next conclusion. That the original Greek is also human, flawed, and imperfect. And also can't fully be trusted. He replied, Well, if you believe that, what do you have left? I said, Exactly. Yep, checkmate. Nothing left. Uh, anyway, so good points that dude made. I am proud of him for coming out and standing up and doing the right thing. Kudos to you, sir. Appreciate that. Let me stop and read the chat a little bit. I'm already hour and ten minutes into the show. This shit flying by. Is it really a sacrifice to Jesus to give his life if he respawns three days later? Jesus had a bad weekend for your sins, folks. Of course, he came back and immediately was sent to heaven to live in paradise for all of eternity. So, uh, yeah, doesn't seem like much of a sacrifice. Where do I sign up for that sacrifice? Because, like, I don't want to be tortured for five seconds. But I will definitely be tortured for three days if I know I will get to come back and live for eternity in paradise as the king of all existence. Sign me up, dudes! That is not a sacrifice. That's an easy fucking choice. As I said in one of my videos before, even Kanye West, the most selfish cocksucker in the planet. I shouldn't say cocksucker. That's, uh... That is uh, homophobic. 
assholes in the planet would choose that. So, uh, not a very good sacrifice, in my opinion. If I swallow anything evil, put your fingers down my throats. Yes, swallow it. Do it. Fallen world and all that BS. Yep, makes sense. Adam and Eve ate an apple. Try to donate, but Google says my password is incorrect. I heard carefully enter it twice. Sorry, Dusty. Well, you can donate directly through PayPal. Uh, dusty 2 at gmail.com. There's a link in the description of this video uh, where you can guys can send me direct donations if you want to. And uh, there's other ways you can support the show if you want to. So, thank you for that. Okay. Let me read the super chat. Super chat. 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 Voice of History gave me $25. Very generous Voice of History. Thank you very much. You're an amazing person, even though you didn't say anything. I still love you. $10 for the doggos from Furby0101. Yeah, appreciate that. You're amazing. H.S. Ross, $10. What's your face, Ross? I just got tricked into attending a Zoom talk by these nonsense grifters like Zizek, who spouted Marxist gibber Zizek. He's the fucking Sylvester the Cat of communism. And attack progressives, but bad, no positive suggestions, like a bad cult on the left. I know they don't have any solutions except to be crypto magas and to help Trump get reelected, right? And look, when I say crypto maga, I'm not saying these people necessarily like Trump. I'm just saying that they don't dislike him enough to stop helping him get elected, like fucking weasel ass Kal Kalinsky. So anyway, uh, the Schwartz Awakens, $1.99. Love you, Dusty. I get all your notifications. I appreciate that. Some people get them. Like some people have the bell ring. I think if you like watch my videos pretty regularly or you know about them then you get the notifications but like if you haven't seen or clicked on my videos in a while it doesn't bother to send them to you uh i think youtube would rather people go to their corporate bullshit or their pewdiepie bullshit so they like advertise that shit mostly and the you and youtube is pretty much gone now where the small creators like me just get shafted but some of you guys if you watch my videos regularly you'll probably see them so i appreciate you letting me know spanky weasel ten dollars thank you for introducing us to mr floof mr floof is cool Love me some Mr. Flu. What a happy boy. I'll have to bring him on more often. He is a rock star. And I hope we soon can see him again. Give all the fuzzies a hug from all of us in the COD community. Will do. All my dust buddies out there. You guys rock. The cats agree. You can hear them saying, yeah, we love you guys. Thank you for helping us out. Like, they still got bad fleas on them, man. But it'd be so much worse without you guys. I am still working on them. Man, I've done so much. I bug mom my room three times. I bug mom the fucking cat room with fogger and shit. I got pills. I got goddamn drops. We got the collars now on them every night with a flea comb. Every fucking night over and over again. Flea comb, flea comb, flea comb. It's just these fucking fleas, goddamn Mississippi. We're working to work on it, and I appreciate you guys supporting the show. Breaking back. Oh, not far. That guy looks like every fake tough guy Republican who wants to get pegged. <laughs> but it's so ashamed of it, I know, right? You know he's at every fucking Trump rally. Fuck gays. Fuck the gays, but gay as shit himself. It's okay to be gay. It's fine. Why are you hiding and being ashamed of it? Just take it, dude. Ain't no problem. H.S. Ross gave me $10 and said, I had a friend claim that any man who looks at porn is contributing to women being exploited. Oh, shit. Uh, like, a lot of women run their own porn companies. A lot of women, like, especially now, they have, like, virtual reality porn uh, where a lot of women are in charge of it themselves. So it depends on the porn you're watching. A lot of women, like, they agree to do it. Now, some of them exploit it. Depends on what you're watching, I guess. What is, where do you find the evidence that women freely choose sex work? And this is insulting. Uh, uh, what is, where do I find the evidence that women freely choose sex work? And this is insulting to them. I mean, some of the girls, like like uh, Mia Khalifa, 
she thought she was exploited. So some of the women absolutely think they're exploited, and some of them have no problem with it, like go live, like Jenna Jameson and people like that who have made millions off porn. They have no problem with it. They'd be pissed off if a man or anybody took their right to choose what they want to do with their body and make a living off of it. So it just depends on the woman, to be honest with you. All right. Uh, Zizek came out and said we should vote Biden. Well, that's good. I applaud him for that. He needs to go talk to uh, Cal Kalinske then. Bring Sylvester the cat over to talk to Cal Kalinske and straighten his ass out. Would be nice. Um, I watched that movie, Assassin 33. I had no idea that it was a religious propaganda. How could you watch it and not know it was religious propaganda? What the fuck? You can't see that movie. The whole thing is about God saving the world and God actually existed and was actually the son of God. Clearly that's propaganda. Uh, and the Muslims are going back to kill him. I like Lewis Black's take on the story of Abraham. Abraham, come over here. Come here. Bring your son. Let's barbecue him. Wahaha. Are pagans good people, though? I mean, I, probably most pagans are okay, I imagine. I imagine, like, long ago, thousands of years ago, they used to sacrifice motherfuckers and animals and shit for stupid reasons, but I doubt any of them do that these days, so, uh, works for me. Beast Nation says nine Trump rallies are safe spaces. Change my mind. I can't. They absolutely are safe spaces for morons. Can't lie about that. All right, gotta continue with the show because uh, running behind here. So more super chats, please. Super chatty chat chat. So you guys know that the only reason you're not racist is because of the Bible. The only reason you don't believe in slavery is because of the Bible. It's true. Charlie Kirk's buddy is going to tell you exactly why it's true. Let's listen. And by the way, he could say, oh, yeah, and we're a Christian nation, right? You're Christians, right? Right. OK, well, let me explain to you what that means. It means we have to abolish slavery. It means this is evil, that this is wrong. Now, it was stop. a long campaign. Stop. 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 So, uh, yeah, this is bullshit because the slave owners a couple hundred years ago used the Bible as justification for owning slaves. You know why? Because the Bible says it's okay to own slaves. It literally teaches you that you can beat your slaves, and as long as they don't die in three days, it's okay. It Some sections tells you how much your slaves should be worth. Like, it tells the Jews to go into the towns and kill everybody and take the women as sex slaves for themselves. So absolutely, the justification for slavery was brought directly from the Bible from slave owners. Now, were there, were there another sect of Christians? who also used the Bible to try to free slaves? Yes. Yes, there were. There were two different camps. Uh, one of the camps ignored what the Bible said about slavery and said we shouldn't have slaves. And the other camp read what the Bible said and read that the Bible said it was fine to have slaves, and that's why they justified having slaves. And so, yes, they did battle each other. But to say the only reason we don't have slaves is because the Bible is ridiculous. The Bible absolutely was used as justification for owning slaves, but let's not... Nah, let's not think about that. Let's not tell the truth about history, right? Charlie Kirk's buddy. Let's just lie about it. Where did he get these ideas? Where did the other abolitionists get these ideas? They got these ideas from the scripture. And so those of us who are Christians have to have to understand that anybody who who's against racism, anyone who's against slavery, any, anyone who's against any of this bad stuff, you know, you can use that to explain to them, yes, and get, guess why you're against that. Guess why uh, this culture knows racism is wrong. Uh, no. The fucking Bible teaches that racism is not wrong. What the fuck? And like, I, I have other secular sources that have taught me these lessons. Like, uh, some of these people might have been taught these lessons from the Bible by reading and cherry picking certain parts of the Bible, but we do not need that in this modern times. We can learn more morals from watching Marvel movies 
that you can learn from the Bible. In fact, there is no moral lesson in the Bible that you cannot learn from Game of Thrones better, in my opinion. Name a moral lesson the Bible teaches that I can't learn from Game of Thrones. Can't do it. Got it from the Bible. And by the way, that's a fact. You don't need to like it. You don't Mm -hmm. need to be a Christian. But that's an historical fact. There's no way around that, that the idea of abolishing slavery, the idea that slavery is wrong, all these ideas work their way through history and they come from scripture and a man they don't though they literally don't it literally tells you to beat your slaves in the bible what are you talking about that's a fact you don't have to like it motherfucker but it's a fact you know how i know it's a fact because i read the goddamn book because i was a christian for 30 fucking years because i trained to be a fucking preacher why are you lying you goddamn motherfucker aren't you christians supposed to be honest why are you sitting there next to this goddamn gobbledygook motherfucker charlie kirk and lying to us you bitch sorry was chosen by god to drag these ideas into the center of culture and by the way they've been there yeah. ever since god, so that every god used the bible agnostic in sweden knows i'm supposed to help the poor uh i'm racism is wrong they all seem to know this but yes because of empathy it has nothing to do with the bible it has to do with empathy and the bible learned the, the good things in the bible were learned because of empathy not because they were taught in the bible but because these people have empathy empathy simply your brain's ability to imagine, which is an incredible evolutionary advance, you know, even some animals have it. See, an animal like a sheep can, or say a mountain goat or something can see another mountain goat fall off a fucking mountaintop and die and say, oh, I can imagine that if I do the same thing, I'll die. So I don't do that. So it's an incredible evolutionary advantage to have the ability to imagine. But that ability also gives us empathy. It gives us the ability to place ourselves in other people's shoes, understand what they're going through and treat them the same way we would want to be treated. It has nothing to do with the Bible, has nothing to do with any, like, cultures all over the world, regardless of they had the Bible or not, have understood this concept, have embraced these concepts in their own teachings, and uh, it's just pure out fucking empathy. You're wrong, and you're sad, and you should be ashamed, and also Charlie Kirk should, uh, uh, bad things, bad things, but let's not go there. Um, Next up, they going to get your grandma killed. Churches are reopening, folks, and they don't give a shit about you. They don't give a shit about how many they're going to kill. It's all just pageantry, folks. Let's watch this fucking pageantry. Basically, this guy has a cease and desist order of opening his overcrowded church where they don't social distance or do shit. And so he's going to make a big show of it and tear the goddamn thing up in front of everybody. So newsflash. Pharaoh doesn't get to dictate to God's people how they worship their God. God's the one that defines the parameters. God's the one that communicates his will and his plan for his church, not Egypt. And I'm telling you right now, with this cease and desist letter in my hand, the Bible says to the New Testament church, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, but so much the more as you see the day approaching. And the closer we get to Jesus coming back, the more church we ought to be having, not less church. You're never going to get the second Jesus come back. Parameters. So I'm tearing up this cease and desist order right here. Oh, I'm telling you right now, we're going to do it God's way. We're going to kill your grandma. Fuck your grandma. We're going to do it God's way. God wants your grandma to die. The coronavirus has a 1% death rate for people over 65. We're going to kill all y'all. All preachers are, are actors, folks. This is a play. And they practice their little speeches. And, you know, he was in front of a mirror ripping up pieces of paper. 
practicing exactly how he was going to do it when the time came to pretend like he's this big fucking hero. Like, I'm standing up to the man. Nope. You're getting people killed because you want your money because you an evil, greedy con man. So fuck everything about you. And here's another example of that. Catholic bishop slams fake shepherds who closed church because of COVID. Yeah, the bishops and the bishop conferences and even the Holy See should insist on governments to give the churches at least the same rights as they give to the stores where people can buy food. Yeah, going to church is the same as buying food, right? I mean, sure, you need food to live and you'll literally die without it, but church is the same thing. You'll drop dead like a fly if you don't go to church. Ain't that right? Uh, bishops who do not... Bishops who not only did not care, but directly prohibited their faithful access to the sacraments, especially for the sacraments of the Holy Eucharist and the sacrament of the penance, behave themselves as fake shepherds who seek their own advantage. They're not seeking their own advantage, dude. It hurts them. They're losing money. They just care enough not to get people killed. Not all of them are fucking evil, greedy shitheads like you. Please keep your children away from this, dude. That's all I'm saying. He is definitely diddling somebody's child. I'm just, maybe he's not. Don't sue me. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's an amazing man who has never diddled anybody's child. Maybe. Big maybe. So anyway, they're going to reopen churches, folks, and this is what it's like. Do any of these churchgoers know or care how to use a face mask? Nope. This is what it's like at churches. No social distancing. They have to wear it to some churches to even get to the door, but they don't give a fuck. Just pull it down, sing their hearts out. Yeah, nope, nope, you're not. And if you were covered in the blood of Jesus, that would be unsanitary. Might want to take a shower. And, uh, yeah, this is what happened, folks. People getting sick all over the place, but the pastors don't care. Pastor refuses to apologize for exposing 180 churchgoers to coronavirus. Jesus didn't defend himself, so I don't have to. Yeah, that's right. Fuck taking any responsibility. Definitely a Trump supporter. Never take responsibility for anything whatsoever. I already turned it off. Fucking raw story. Get your shit straight. The pastor of Lermo. Bible Family Church in Butt County. Love that name. California says he's not sorry for hosting an in-person church service that exposed 180 people to coronavirus due to an infected parishioner, according to the Sacramento Bee. May I just say to all of our church, you don't need to defend us. When Jesus went before Pilate, he didn't defend himself. So I don't feel the need, Pastor Michael Jacobson said during a recent sermon. I don't feel like the decision we made was irresponsible, he added. Yeah. I don't care if it spreads. I don't care if people die. Jesus didn't apologize for anything. Don't ever apologize to anybody for anything. Just do whatever the fuck you want. Who cares? You don't have to have empathy or, you know, feel bad for anybody. It is still not known how many tested positive out of the 180 exposed, but you, I guarantee you several of them did. We are continuing an extensive contract tracing investigation. Uh, Lisa Almagra, a spokesman for the county's health department, told the B, but they'll never know. They didn't do it intentionally, he said, referring to the congregant. It was never in my heart to put our church in harm's way. You didn't give a shit. You knew the risk, and you didn't give a fuck. Like, that's all of you motherfuckers don't care. You're delusional. You think some supernatural entity is going to protect you, but he's not because he doesn't exist. And you're going to get people killed. And... But don't worry, folks. Louisiana House passes bill allowing concealed weapons in church, so uh, they can just shoot the coronavirus. Pew, 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 kill it, kill it dead. And so uh, apparently there's a law in Louisiana, or there was a law, where if you want to do a concealed carry in church, you can't. 
you have to have the church's permission to bring guns on the premises. But now, it passed in one of the uh, houses. It's still got to pass in the other one. But it's going to pass a law where you can just have a gun in church and don't have to tell nobody. It ain't nobody's business. Fucking bring that gun to church. Don't have to tell anybody. It's like your secret. It's nobody's fucking business. your own. Keep it a secret. Keep it in your pocket. Never know when you're not going to need it. What if Jesus comes back and you have to double tap that zombie motherfucker? So, I'm all for it. Conceal weapons in church? Sure, why not? Makes sense. That's faith in action. You're in church. Why is Jesus not protecting you? You're suffering an all-powerful being. Why the fuck do you need a gun? It's almost like Jesus ain't got your back. I'm just saying. And I talked to you guys about this on the last show where they burned a church here in Holly Springs, Mississippi. Somebody. Some arsonist set fire to the church, and they put a misspelled message in front of the church that says, Bet you stay home now, you hypocrites. Which is clearly not written by a goddamn uh, lefty or an atheist or anything, because we can spell generally. But anyway, apparently they also scribbled an atheist symbol. Yeah, because that's what atheists would do. We would mark it with an atheist symbol, so you know we did it, but I call bullshit. I don't believe for one second this has anything to do with atheism. I think they're trying to set us up, play the victim like they always fucking do. So I'll need a lot more evidence before I believe that shit. I goddamn guarantee you. And uh, now it's time to shit on the Muslims a little bit because the Muslims are also giant fucking dickheads. Not all Muslims. Not all Muslims. A lot of them. A lot of them are giant fucking dickheads, just like the Christians. Not all Christians are giant fucking dickheads. Some Christians are cool. They believe stupid shit, but some of them are cool. Some Muslims are cool. A lot of them are dickheads. With a hard trolling tweet, U.S. Muslim pundit, LOL is about executing LGBTQ people. Yep. Here he is. Oh, man. I miss the International Day Against Homophobia. The best way to celebrate such a beautiful, momentous, important day is the Muslim way. Recreational base jumping. So this is obvious. Uh, a wink and a nod to ISIS and the other Muslim terrorists who throw gay people off buildings. Clearly what he's referencing here. But of course, he's going to pretend like that's not what he's doing because they're fucking shameless, gutless fucks. The text appeared over a picture of two people who seem to be wearing wingsuits plunging into a cityscape from a platform that suggests a very tall skyscraper. It's a reference to funny Muslims executing LGBT people by pushing them off the roof of a tall building. But, uh, whatever his name is, Hakikat? I'm going to call him Hakikat. Hakikat, or Hakikat Jow. Hakikat Jow had built deniability right into his tweet. He professed in a subsequent comment, nothing shows solidarity for LGBT like extreme sports. Yeah, that's what I mean, folks. I'm just saying I like extreme sports. That's all I'm saying. I can't believe you guys are accusing me of fucking talking about killing gay people. I would never do that. You fucking motherfucker. This is what they do. They talk out of both sides of their mouths to give themselves plausible deniability. But you guys are transparent. Nobody believes you. And he went on to play the victim, of course. After this motherfucker posted this. Wow. Some people are associating my love for recreational base jumping with something entirely different. Just because I'm Muslim. That is Islamophobia. What century is this, biggest? Fuck you. Nobody's buying this shit. We see right through your lame, homophobic ass. Get the fuck out of my face with this bullshit. And I guess I'll stop and read the chat a little bit. Still got 30. Making good time now, rolling right through it, rolling, 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 keep rolling. 
Uh, hey everyone, what's up, Millennial Cooking Corner? Corona seeking bullets designed it it be a trillionaire. I know, right? Had to be able to shoot some really small ass shit though. That's for sure. Um, ah yes, the cure for Corona's gun violence. I know, right? Maybe you guys should just pray harder. That's my opinion. Cult of Dusty, what's your reaction when the Justice League Snyder Cut was announced? Um, they're spending thirty million dollars to re-release a movie that they already shot and released. I don't get it, folks. Like, uh, I'm not very excited about it. The first one was terrible. I know that was the whole point of them redoing the movie because the first one was so terrible. They're going to release a new version that's better. I don't see it being any better. I mean, it might be a little better, but none of those movies are very good, in my opinion, uh, except for, well, the, the new Joker movie, which is not really included in that whole series, in my opinion. But, uh, I don't really give a shit about that. I love how Dusty was a former preacher, and now look at him. Now look at me. I'm basically just an atheist preacher now. I'm doing the same thing. Love Dusty when he is punching these tools right in their rhetoric. Somebody got to do it. It's a dirty job, but somebody's goddamn got to do it. Uh, Cult of Dusty, have you read A White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo? I'm going through it now, and it's rather enlightening. Nope, never heard of it. I'll have to check that out. Send me some links. Um, yeah, Upgrade Tactics, Hiding Homophobia Under Racism. I know, first of all, uh, Islam's not a race. I understand how some people can use Islam as a cudgel to bludgeon uh, Middle Eastern people with, but it's not a race. Um, you know, Dusty, I read tens of Islamic old history books, and they had gay people all around them, living, celebrating, and everything. The new imams came up with the, the idea of killing gays. Read about it, all right. I wouldn't be surprised to hear that. You know, homosexuality has been accepted in a lot of history. Look at the Greeks. Look at the fucking Spartans. Uh, I think, what was that boy? That, uh, butt boy, is that what it is? I think butt boy is a term they used to use, I think, for like uh, these gay older gay dudes had younger dudes they would have sex with and stuff. Uh, all right, let's read the super chats and continue on with the show. Continue on with the show. I'm hungry as fuck, dudes. I lost like five pounds already, so I'm doing pretty good. So, uh, yay to me. Hooray, Dusty. Uh... Amadeus Black, Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Hey, LCLD crew. If you haven't read The Story of God, a biblical comedy about love and hate by Chris Matheson, one of the creators of Bill and Ted. Hey, that sounds like a good book to read. Uh, thank you for the recommendation, Amadeus Black. H.S. Uh, Ross, $10. H.S. Ross is being the champion of the Super Jets today. Ensign Continental Heavyweight Champion of the World, H.S. Ross. The Bible story sucks. I know it's boring as fuck. Overrated. They should have said that God is an alien programmer. That would have been way more interesting, and I could get on board with that. Satan is messing up the computer simulation, and the only way to fix it was for Jesus to go in and get erased forever. That sounds like the Matrix, except for uh, Neo doesn't die. Spoiler alert. Thank you, H.S. Ross. Marpolo, Mar 1991-1999. Very generous. You're amazing. I'm going to take your comment very seriously because you have bought my love. I'm a big fan of yours. You have, you have amazing taste. I love you. And I have a question. Okay, I have an answer. I have conservative friends that use Thomas Sowell to argue against progressive values. What are some good counters against several codes that they use? I don't even know who this person is, so I'd have to like do research on it. Let's Google Thomas Sowell. That's Thomas Sowell. All right. American economist and social... Oh, is that the one that writes the books about how black people were basically to blame for their own lot in life? I think I know this dude. But uh, I'll have to read some quotes 
off the air and uh, give you a more educated answer to that because I don't know like his quotes right off the top of my head. So, uh, quotes: Socialism in general has a record of failure so blatant that only an intellectual could ignore or evade it. I mean, I'm not really a socialist, but I am a uh, social democrat, and uh, social safety nets have proven to make the happiest populations. Look at Denmark, so that's bullshit. And look what we have under capitalism: like 30 million unemployed. Uh, while at the same exact time, uh, the upper 1% made like, what, uh, hundreds of billions of dollars during one of the worst economic crises in the history. Talking about bread lines, I go to Walmart and the whole fucking cupboards are goddamn bare. Can't buy toilet paper, can't even fucking wipe my ass. So, just saying, capitalism has killed so many fucking people. We lose, what, uh, 40,000 people a year due to lack of health care. We're the only modern country that doesn't have socialized medicine. So, yeah, you can pick apart any goddamn thing if you're intellectually honest motherfucker it takes considerable knowledge just to realize the extent of your own ignorance well i agree with that you know i know how stupid i fucking am does this guy know how stupid he is maybe he should stop taking his opinions so seriously much of the social history of the western world over the past three decades has been a history of replacing what worked with what sounded good i mean yeah i don't deny that we're idiots we're basically just hairless monkeys right hairless apes i guess we don't have tails monkeys have tails but um so yeah we make mistakes we fuck up and we have to learn from our mistakes and course correct that's what it's like when you're not omnipotent and you're a flawed ignorant human being and the society is run by ignorant human beings that's what you expect to see so nothing genius that's like some uh jordan peterson like truisms that no one should really have to be told self-evident i'll go through some more later i appreciate your donation thanks a lot uh, Mar marpola 1991 victoria cunningham what's up victoria cunningham where are my dust buddies dust buddies for life the fuzzies and the dogs need our love and support keep up the great work dusty i will i'm gonna keep it up as long as you guys support me thank you very much victoria cunningham love you uh clay Harder, two dollars i learned morality from star trek i know right star trek had some amazing morality on it a uh, very progressive show, especially for its time, and it definitely uh, progressed society way more. Uh, well, I don't want to say way more than the Bible, because the Bible did, does have some good points about it. Some people did cherry-pick out of the Bible and read only the good parts and use that to progress society. I'll admit to that, but uh, the Bible is not necessary for that. We have uh, outgrown it now. Our modern society doesn't need it in any way. We have you know, even more moral stories, like our superhero movies that teach us much better lessons in the Bible. We get all the good stuff without all the bad stuff, so uh, we can jettison the Bible. Thank you for that. Uh, Jeannie Rue, what's up? The Enlightenment, then later, secularism, is what helped abolish slavery and help fight racism. Compassion and empathy are human gr human's greatest gifts. Exactly. Uh, empathy, that's all it really takes, right? You know, I understand what you're going through. I wouldn't want to be treated like that. I'm not going to treat you like that. It's so simple. It doesn't require fucking supernatural forces or anything. It's ridiculous. MD-499, how do you think Catholicism impacts society differently from other denominations? My family is kind of prejudiced. Cats, cats everywhere, crashing all my shit. My family is kind of prejudiced against people who aren't Catholic. I mean, the, the Catholic Church is one of the most evil organizations in the history of mankind. They just suck, suck, suck the wealth out of the system, and they treat the poor incredibly horribly look at what mother Teresa did mother Teresa thought suffering was actually good actually brought people closer to God so uh yeah the Catholic Church has definitely got uh, had sort of a monopoly on evil throughout history uh they should be ashamed of themselves basically they're paying to help pedophiles rape children so they don't have any reason to look down upon anybody in my opinion 
Beast Nation does nine five dollars. Trump supporters, f the government. I don't want. I doubt. I, I won't do what they tell me. Also, Trump supporters. Hey, George Floyd should have complied. I know, right? They're like, yeah. Trump should shut down Twitter. Twitter is biased against fucking conservatives. Let's take over private corporations, government, government, government. So they basically talk out of both sides of their mouth. As long as it benefits them, they're all fucking for it. But when it helps like minorities or the poor people, oh my god, it's socialism. Then uh, Sisoli, four dollars for the impending flea war. Thank you. I need every dollar I can get against these fucking fleas. I've studied my enemy, folks, and I actually am starting to respect the fleas. They are a fucking um, amazing opponent. I'll talk about this more later. I'm, I want to write a whole like soliloquy. I'm gonna write stories about the flea wars, but not right now. Uh, Kenki, 840 Canadian, did a bet that Sorbo was appearing on the Assassin movie. Send my love to the animals, especially Miss Diva. Will do. Appreciate that. Nope. Kevin Sorbo, nowhere to be found. Even this movie was smart enough to avoid Kevin Sorbo. So, uh, at least kudos to them for that. And, uh, Patty Anderson, what's up, Patty? My number two biggest fan. You know I love Dusty Smith. I'm your number two friend. Uh, yes, you are, Patty Anderson. Appreciate that. Thank you, Patty Anderson. Good to see you tonight. Thanks for joining us. And uh, more Super Chats. Last chance to get in your Super Chat. Got 20 minutes on the show. We're going to knock this motherfucker out. And uh, I don't really hear stories very often about people that were atheists and then became Christians again. Because it doesn't make any sense to do that. So uh, apparently this woman claims that she was an atheist and she posted a video about why she's now a Christian. And I was like, well, maybe this will give me some insight into her mind. Maybe she'll have some logical reasons for why she abandoned atheism for Christianity. And spoiler alert! Nope. It's all amazing bullshit. So she says, I didn't believe there was hope. I didn't believe in true love. Five years ago, I didn't even believe in myself. Well, that has nothing to do with being an atheist. That sounds like you have some kind of chemical imbalance. Maybe you're bipolar. You should probably be on medication. I'm an atheist, and believe me, I've been in love a bunch of times, man. I feel good. I have a great life. I believe in myself. I believe in crystal light because I believe in me. All right? That's nothing to do with atheism. What the fuck are you talking about? Then she goes on to say, if God really cares about people, he wouldn't let children starve. True. True. Explain it. And cities burn down and he wouldn't let people get into situations where they hurt each other. All right. You got it. You're, you're understanding perfectly. What's the problem? I just thought Christians were meddlers. And they took away the rights of people. And they were just trying to create this new world order. Yes! You understood perfectly. What happened to you? Why did your brain fall out of your goddamn head? I became really combative. Good! Good! When an evil organization using fucking Bronze Age myths is trying to control society with bullshit, you should be angry and combative. That is the correct response. Like, I'm not going to let them get away with this. This is a fairy tale. This is crap. Like, they cannot just come and fill people's heads with this fantasy. I know, right? You're nailing it. I face life feeling like every day should be awesome and it should be fun. But I did that with drinking and drugs and boyfriends. You're nailing it. That's exactly what you should do. Drinking, drugs, and boyfriends. Have fun. Live a hedonistic lifestyle. Enjoy yourself as much as you can while you can because it could end tomorrow. You're nailing it so far. Why did you give up logic and reason? I met a really awesome guy and we got close. But probably a little too close because I got pregnant. We'll use birth control. That's the one thing Christians are trying to take away from me. We have modern technology now. You don't have to get pregnant anymore. Only a few months after we met, I decided I got to get rid of this problem. Okay. 
Well, you have the right to do that if you don't have a baby. Isn't that a good thing that you had the choice to do that? Uh, how on earth that was going to become a life? This had to be something bigger than me. No, it, it is. It's something bigger than you. Like the natural laws of the universe are bigger than you. The universe is bigger than you, right? Evolution is bigger than you. So yes, nature is bigger than you. It doesn't mean nature has some kind of mind that is watching us, interfering our lives, gives a shit about us, some kind of supernatural entity. It's not needed for any of this. What the fuck? You didn't think this thing through, to be honest with you. So anyway, like a mosquito on a blood run, a Christian friend of Christians, a Christians sensed that she was ready to come to Jesus, oh yeah, and invited her to church with the promise. There are answers. Just give it one month. Okay, I want to hear these answers, folks. I, if there's a God out there, and especially if it's the God of the Bible, I want to fucking know. You know why? Because that motherfucker's mean and evil. I want to go to his good side before he tortures me forever. So you got evidence for this shit? If you got answers, please tell me. I'm desperate to find them. Christian recalls that the worship team performed Cannons by Phil Wickman. The lyrics contain lines like, You are holy, great, and mighty. The moon and the stars declare who you are. So basically, this chick went to church and heard a song. And she's like, that song's fucking awesome. I believe in Jesus now. That's your whole fucking logic and reason. It doesn't make any sense. To Christian, that somehow became a revelation. I vividly remember thinking, wow, that's what I feel. You feel that you are holy and mighty and the moon and the stars declare who you are. What the fuck? The moon and the stars ain't never said shit. If you're hearing stuff, you might have like schizophrenia. That's one of the signs and whatnot. Uh, you know, having been an atheist, I doubt you were an atheist, and believing in science, yes. Well, maybe you did. If you believe in science, that's usually atheism. The moon and the stars declare who you are. It took me away from that happenstance. What? And it put me in the position of just like I was created and my baby was created. This whole world, this whole universe was created. No, it wasn't. It wasn't created. Look, all the matter that exists in the universe has always existed since the beginning of time, right? There was no before time started, right? And time started at the Big Bang uh, because all time is is really just the tracking of the incremental amounts that the matter is spreading apart from each other right so before that happened there was no time there was no creation no creation is needed um the default state of things is everythingness instead of nothingness it seems like that doesn't make sense if you don't have the mind that can wrap your brain around it but if there was ever absolute nothingness there would still be absolute nothingness but the fact that there's not absolute nothingness, the fact that things exist prove that the default state of things is somethingness instead of nothingness, so creation is not necessary. Anyway, and they all proclaim what a power he is. Nothing proclaims what a power he is. What are you talking about? You heard a song that you like. You just got emotional, okay? Church can do that to you. It's like literally meant to hypnotize you. They have the rhythmic music and the swaying, and it's supposed to make you feel certain ways. That's a big part of the brainwashing, and you just got brainwashed with no logic in your brain whatsoever. And on a personal level, it says, I am so unworthy, but still you love me for me. This didn't make any sense. He can redeem good people and people who've made little mistakes and messed up. So you basically just jumped into the whole Christian bullshit without any evidence whatsoever. He doesn't redeem women who are pregnant out of wedlock who have a path of emotional change behind them. Okay. Um, I called his name. Oh, I now she's about to feel guilty about being an atheist i called him names i laughed behind his back i mocked him in public you didn't mock anybody dude 
He doesn't exist. If he does exist, if Jesus does exist, he was just a man, a con man, or a cult leader who had no supernatural power. So don't sweat it. He did. He don't know. You know, and I realize, you know, I'm no different than all those people that were right in front of him as he bled. Bullshit. I waited for those people. I didn't stand by and let anybody get killed. Okay. Don't put that evil on me, Kristen. And if he went for them, he went for me too. It's a struggle to believe every single day that Jesus really did die for me. Yeah, it's a struggle because it's bullshit and your brain knows it's bullshit. So you have to continuously rebrainwash yourself to believe it. What the fuck? And when someone child I believe now, I remember being that person. I promise. If you give me just a few minutes, I'll talk with you about it. Maybe we should have her on the show. Let's see if she'll talk to me about this. Uh, I doubt it because she knows that. It's not that I'll make fun of her. It's that what she says will make fun of herself. All I'll do is ask childlike questions, and it will be embarrassing to her, so I doubt she'll come on. But maybe, maybe I'll see if I can get a hold of this girl, see if she really will talk to me. Anyway, no lessons were learned, no logic whatsoever in your decisions, just absolute bullshit. Exactly what I expected. It's a shame. You failed. And uh, New Mexico commissioner... An ex-street preacher says the only good Democrat is a dead one. Yeah, I showing you the love of Christ, didn't it? Uh, Coy Griffin used to be a street preacher with all with a style all his own. Two animals, a horse named Daisy and a miniature mule called Blackjack, helped Griffin publicize his tours. Great, use animals to spread your bullshit. Cowboys, cowboy gallops for God, read a headline in an Indiana newspaper. Another in Ohio said, Preacher spreads the good word on horseback. Griffin drew an audience by riding Daisy on city streets. His little mule tagged along carrying copies of the book of John. These days, Griffin still proclaims his love of the Lord, but in a more startling ways. By accusing the godless plus other perceived enemies, such as Robert Mueller, of treason punishable by death. Or by saying, at a public meeting recently, the only good Democrat is a dead Democrat. Of course, they're talking to both sides of their mouth. They give themselves plausible deniability, you know. Because he went on to say, I just meant... You know, politically murdered. Yeah, sure, that, sure that's what you meant. Sure that's what you meant. That was a bit surprising coming from an Otero County, New Mexico commissioner who is supposed to serve people of all political stripes equally. Uh, yeah, but they don't give a shit about that. They want you dead. They don't give a fuck. They're evil. I've come to the conclusion that the only good Democrat is a dead Democrat, Griffin said to a crowd gathered in Sierra County. He clarified moments later that he meant a political death. Yeah, sure. We know what you fucking mean. You got them mealy mouth motherfuckers always got to backtrack and give yourself pause when I built it. But we see right through that motherfucking shit. We know what you're doing as opposed to a physical death. But his prior statement received cheers from the crowd before the clarification, which is what he knew. I'll say Democrats should be dead and the crowd will cheer for me because they know what I mean. But then I'll say, oh, oh, no, no, I don't mean they should be really dead. I just mean political dead. Yeah. No, fuck you. At least have the balls. I know that's a little bit uh, misogynist. At least have the guts to fucking stand up to your convictions. To stand up for what you really fucking meant because we all know what you really meant. Don't be a fucking weasel. Stuck in fucking stand weasels, man. Griffin spoke at the Cowboys for Trump rally because of course he did because these are what Trump supporters are like. You know, they're fucking evil motherfuckers. Oh my God. Anyway, let me get to know the show because we're running out of time. Running out of time rapidly. Fuck this guy. She definitely removed from his position, and uh, good Lord, folks. This is how bad it is in America. 44% of Republicans believe that Bill Gates is plotting to use mass COVID-19 vaccination campaign as a pretext to implement microchips in billions of people and monitor their movement. 44% of Republicans, and it's even worse than that. Uh, another, uh, only 26% thought it was false. The rest of them thought it was, maybe, they didn't know. 
So the majority of them either believe it's true or think it might be true. How can this be real life, folks? How can we be living in a universe that is this fucking nuts? Explain to me why we shouldn't get goddamn Donald Trump out of fucking office immediately. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. So I'm going to get mad. I'm going to get mad if I keep... Anyway, hard to fucking believe, but real life. And uh, this Korean church... They should do this in America, folks. I wish they do this in America, but they never will because we have Trump as president and the relationship people can just do whatever the fuck they want to do here. But uh, apparently this Korean church defied all orders to stop the coronavirus. They basically demanded people that were sick go to church and they packed them in real close to each other. And they were responsible, some people think, for almost half of the COVID-19 cases in Korea. And so they went and got this motherfucker and they put him in jail. Hell yeah, that's exactly what they should fucking do. I wish they would do that in America, lock all these preachers up because they're about to reopen all the churches and so many people are going to die. But no, we're just going to let it happen, folks. This is what America's about. Um, Worshippers sit packed tightly on the front floor and attend even when sick. We were taught not to be afraid of illness, said Lee Ho Yan, who left the church in 2015. A church leader boasted to followers on February 9th that although hundreds of people had died in Wuhan, China, where the outbreak began, no uh, Shinshani worshippers there became sick. But yeah, you guys spread it all over the fucking place. Arrest these motherfuckers. Arrest them all. And I'm going to skip that one. But you guys know, I mentioned this in my last fucking show, but uh... I'm on the list of greatest atheists of all time. Hell yeah. Can you believe it? According to this website, I have never heard about before. Never even heard of it, but it's called a ranker.com. I'm amongst the best in the world. Let's see. I jumped up on the list last time I checked. So let's see where I am now. Uh, Matt Dillahunty, 21. God damn it. Aaron Rod, 23. What? They're killing me. Aaron Rise above Neil deGrasse Tyson. Crazy. Pendulette above me. Uh, Lawrence Krauss above me. Dan Baker. Uh, Bill Nye, Aristotle, James Randi, uh, Cicero, Daniel Dennett, all good choices. You all deserve to be in front of me, definitely. I don't deny that. Uh, all right, 53, woohoo! 53, greatest atheist of all time! Hell yeah, man! This is definitely an accomplishment. And uh, I got 10 votes. That's all it took to get to 53 votes. 53 votes. So, uh, not a very big accomplishment. So you guys should go spam this and make me number one. That's what I'm thinking. Ranker.com, list of greatest things of all time. Spam it. I want to be number one. I want to be ahead of uh, who is number one on this list. I think it's Christopher Hitchens. I want to be more famous as an atheist than Christopher Hitchens. So make it so. I'm just kidding. I don't care about this. I'm just making a joke about it. And last up, folks. Last story I'm going to cover tonight. Save the worst for last. Oh, my God. I, like, I'm not trying to be racist, folks. I hope this doesn't come off as racism. I, I've made so many, so much fun of white folks tonight, and uh, all religions are fucking stupid regardless of what they are. But this just happens to be Indian bullshit. Uh, India, India. And apparently they believe that bathing in cow shit cures corona. Well, let's have a look. The world is suffering from corona bacteria. So if all of us take a bath using cow dung, we won't be affected by any bacteria. Yeah, that's how it works, folks, to cure all diseases and to attain immunity. We have to take a bath using cow dung, definitely. All hell the holy cow, all hell, all hell the holy cow. Now, folks, this may not be what they're saying. 
they may be in mud for all I know. This may be some racist motherfucker that just made this video to make fun of them. I have no idea. So because I don't know, I'm going to pretend it's true until somebody tells me otherwise. So uh, can cow dung fight coronavirus? The answer won't surprise you. Skip ahead. Cow urine and dung may be used in some traditional medicines, but there is no evidence to back claims that they cure coronavirus. Yeah, no shit. Yet these men sanitize themselves with cow dung bath. At, uh, oh, my sworn of bloom, buddy. Gosh, shut up there. Godless Lashikamine lives in cow. Oh, goddess. When we take a bath in a pool of cow dung, all the ailments that we have will be cured. All diseases will be cured. So at least once a year or even six months, we should take a bath using cow dung. You can call it the cow dung bath, the cow dung bath facility at Stilla in Villa. People can avail this facility here. You can benefit from cow dung. Let's thank the holy cow. Yay, cow. All right, I don't know if that's what they're really saying. I'm going to hope this is not real, folks. I'm going to hope these motherfuckers aren't that stupid. But uh, if my experience over the religion has taught me anything, it's that they probably are. So, you know what to do, folks. Get out there and bathe in cow shit. I'm going to go bathe in dog shit. Should work the same, right? I have plenty of dog shit on hand here. I have access to it. So, load it up in my bathtub, smear it all over me. I'm never getting sick ever again. Hooray! And... So anyway, that's all my material for tonight, folks. Gonna finish up by reading the chats. Hope you guys enjoyed my material. Material, material, oh, oh. All right. Uh, this speaks, this is peak masculinity in India. No, you're not a real man unless you're bathing in cow shit. Uh, Matt Dillo, Dillo Kunti. Matt's okay in some things. I'm disappointed with the whole uh, trans, trans gate, I will call it. Over there at the uh, Atheist Experience. You know what you can do. I hear 5G and then nothing but the Charlie Brown parents. Wah, 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 wah. Yep, that's all I hear too. Uh, the only good Nazi is a dead Nazi. Won't hire me. Fit the Nazi scuffs. That's a good movie. Uh, Cowboys for Trump. Yep. I heard that that police guy who kneeled on the black guy's neck until he died uh, was at a rally. Policeman for Trump. Was a big Trump supporter. Not surprised. We'll talk about that on Friday's show. Big Bang. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy is cool. Yep, heard that. Uh, I sing the Messiah as I am an atheist. Okay. I love how they say they become religious because certain things in life are not satisfying them, but they never ask the God they believe in why he created those things so poorly. I know, right? He's a fucking piece of shit. Definitely. He could easily change things, but he won't. And there's no explanation for it. Fun fact, church songs are designed to indoctrinate you through repetition. Yes. You wanna, ever seen those uh, videos where they play church music over and over again? And then the, uh, like, Benny Hinn goes, touch! And the whole crowd falls out. It's because they're hypnotized by the trance that the music puts them in. So there's, there's lots of psychology behind it. They've been doing that for years. Uh, cannabis are only friends until they run out of food. Oh, cannibals. <laughs> All right, cannibals. I was like, yes, cannabis is friends. One of my best friends, cannabis. Uh, all right. Let me finish up by reading the super chat. Let me read the other chat first, and then I'll finish up. That's what you guys got to say. Nothing. No shit. Looks like loads of shit to me. I know, right? Also said how badly you could beat the slaves. Yes, it did. Taught you to beat your slaves. Taught you to beat your slaves. Christianity is evil. It teaches you how to beat your slaves. Um... You know I love Dusty Smith. I mean, number two friend. Yep, 
I read that. I despise Mother Teresa. Yep, she was definitely evil. Fuck Mother Teresa. Fucking Christopher Hitchens owned her, exposed her. Uh, Boris Stingy is not being stingy with his five pounds. Thank you, Boris. Have you ever heard the uh, Jonestown Massacre? Of course I've heard of the Jonestown Massacre. It is a brutal example of how these religious cults can seriously brainwash so many people. Yeah, there's actually audio of all those people being killed, and some of them were drinking the Kool-Aid, the poison Kool-Aid from Jim Jones, and some of them were just basically murdered by Jim Jones' henchmen, and they like have the whole thing on audio. It's really disturbing to listen to, but it's out there if you guys want to hear it. Thank you, Boris Stingy. H.S. Ross, another $10. Thank you, H.S. Ross. Very generous tonight. I think more recent biblical writings are more progressive. Jesus and early Christians were part of the left-wing movements in Judaism and Greco-Roman thought. Earlier thought was even more backwards today, but yeah, I mean, there's still problems in the New Testament, but it's definitely a major evolution and advance over the old shit. The old shit was really, really fucking evil. So thank you for that, H.S. Ross. And H.S. Ross went on to say... So sad Hitchens went out as a warmongering shud. Yeah, he did. He was a supporter of the Iraq War. I guess he hated, hated Muslims so much that he didn't really give a shit about what happened to him. So very sad to see. He was right about a lot of things, and he was definitely wrong about that, in my opinion. Appreciate that, H.S. Ross. Spanky Regal says, love the RBS podcast. Thanks for doing this, Dusty. No problem. As long as you guys keep supporting me, I will be back to do it again next Wednesday. And if you want to see me get back Wednesday, please consider becoming a Patreon patreon.com there's a link in the description of this video dollar to a month five dollars ten dollars whatever you can afford gotta be some of you out there who are pretty well off that can help out so i'd appreciate that please support the art you enjoy so it doesn't go away folks i will be back on friday it's only two days away to do a political show and uh progressive talk live looking forward to doing a good show for you guys i already have a bunch of information already saved and put us i didn't even do this fucking goddamn it i didn't goddamn push the button stupid dusty what you gonna do so anyway love you guys so much appreciate it please like the video please leave comments please add it to your playlist please share the videos on social media uh, you guys are the only choice i have to grow because youtube's fucking me over so please help out see you guys friday love you very much as always till next time fuck god and love logic. Fuck yes. Good night, everybody. This is the greatest show. Everything you ever want. And everything you ever need. It's here right in front of you. This is where you want to be. It's everything you... Come on, play the fucking song already. It's not playing. Play. God damn it, play. Everything you ever want. It's everything you